Um, uh, time jizz. Not that's what I want. Not Persona Five tips. Oh, did you start playing Persona Five? Oh, I've been playing for off and on for months. Okay, I've just I, I I recently downloaded it, but we'll talk. We can talk about that at a different time. <laughs> I I beat the first main boss of Elden Ring finally after uh-huh. a month. Yeah. I've been playing this Japanese have, detective game called Judgment, have, but I finally got a PS5. So stoked anyway. Sick. Hell yeah. Do you have any maidens? Um I've I've got my one maiden. I'm not maiden okay. no more. Okay. Hell yeah, dude. Iron That's maiden. my favorite. Iron maiden. That's the f- my favorite thing I've heard. It's like the one of the first things in the game is someone's like, You got no you got no yeah, the very first thing is like, it's, hello, virgin. <laughs> Sick. Fuck you, dude. And then another lady's like, want to cuddle? Sick. Okay, this is a video game. It's like God of War, but uh, less weird. Except I play a wizard lady who has a giant wizard beard. It's really yeah. Cool. You don't have you don't have. There's not a a sex scene that you play. Or um, a puzzle <laughs> solved by a decapitated human head. Sounds like a good game. Yeah, I think it was the third, the second or third one. It was weird. You like had to press X to thrust. 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 <laughs> it's not a bad game, yeah. dude. You got to get that sexual rhythm down. That's not a bad game. <laughs> anyway, uh, fifty nine. Sixty nine. Yeah, but you're right. Wait. wait. <laughs> Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends, made better friends, so love professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm Matt Stone of the Caldwell Stones. Hello. I'm Isai. Or am I Ezekiel? Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> Are you Isai's brother, Ezekiel? No, Isai's brother. Isai's brother's Ethan. That's true. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm the other brother. The other brother? <laughs> um, I'm... I'm just Zach this time. Oh, just, just Zach. Just, just Zach. Just Zach. Just, Me, just, just Zach. Zach's taking the uh, gimmick of Just Joe from the uh, 2001 WWF era. <laughs> just Zach coming to you Thursdays on ABC. Or like when Cody weirdly said that WWE wouldn't let him use the Rhodes name when it wasn't true. <laughs> oh, yeah. That just was something he lied about. Yeah, it turns out there Sick. wasn't as much of a shit with it that he, he made. It seems like he Cody just, just likes to say things that make him look like an underdog because there's no yep. other real life situation where he's an <laughs> the, underdog. The, the three star savior, Cody Rhodes. Just kidding. He had seems a better like... showing this time. I just was reminded of that very good BTE bit from a few years ago recently. Oh, yeah. Seems like Cody and Tony have a lot in common. 
they like blaming other people for stuff. Yeah, sometimes when you're so similar with someone else, you you know it causes friction. Maybe it's, it's almost true. like that, this that's is all, a car- that's, all, that's all bots that are saying that stuff. <laughs> I, I've actually uh, I paid for a <laughs> study about this. Independent study. I've done my own like, the thing is, I believe him, but what a nerd ass thing to do. <laughs> Um, real quick, we are taking a break from uh, NXT. This is going to be like one of our old ones where we just kind of shoot the shit. But really, we're going to talk about WrestleMania. But there's some weird, some some silly stuff that's been happening in wrestling as of late. Like Tony Khan doing an independent study saying that someone hired bots to say bad things about AEW, insinuating that it was WWE who did it. No, (laughs) dude. If it was, it would probably... like, duh. Like, to me, like, it doesn't, like, there's nothing surprising about anything about that. No. Yeah. Like, like, true. Not at all. And the thing is, like, I know it wasn't fucking Vince or Nick Khan who did it. Like, it's some other lower down lackey, probably in the marketing department. Like, you know, they might have said something like, oh, do, do what you can to, to, you know, really give us a better social media look. Right. Or like it's someone trying to hit metrics in the marketing department in the social department. But to like, me too, it's like even if yeah, even if there's a bunch of spam out there that's just trying to drive SEO down for AEW or whatever, it's also such a dumb way to like shirk criti- like valid criticism to be like, no, nothing anyone says about us is actually bad. That's all robots. We're actually the Whoa. best. We're actually the best wrestling promotion ever. Where it's like you made so many empty promises. Be as a way company. more frantic as you're saying that. <laughs> sir the the more you talk and the hoarser your voice gets start you know pivoting into your bernie sanders impression i feel like that i feel like that's gone after five minutes uh, of yelling uh, yeah i will not be doing that (laughs) um yeah you could do your larry david doing a bernie sanders impression (laughs) there you go then you're impersonating two jewish men yeah (laughs) it's all great well yeah exactly if i'm gonna go down on a ship i want it to be a big ship and then I'm gonna impersonate Matt impersonating Larry David impersonating Bernie Sanders. Yeah. And then I'll impersonate so I'm fine. The, I'll impersonate so I'm the fine internet responding to this little bit. Yeah, you're you're yeah. punching up and making fun of a white person who happens to be making fun of two Jewish people. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm the bad guy here. And I'm gonna Derek impersonate Derek listens to screwdriver. Yeah, I'm gonna impersonate Matt, Italians. Say a slur right now. <laughs> Do it, yeah. Oster, say a slur right now. Don't don't um please don't fuck. Okay. Uh, crackers. Okay. All right. Ow. Actually, get out. Ow. Except for uncle. I've got an uncle who would have something to say about that. Oh, well, I got. I got something to say. Um, Mario's not Italian anymore. He's normal now. He's normal. Okay. All right. Okay. That's what Chris Pratt said about Mario. Uh, Chris Pratt can just dig his own holes. We don't need to help him with that. <laughs> it's the funniest thing because people are like, yeah, it, he can't really be racist against Italians anymore. And then he's like, hold on, hold on. Let me get in here. Let me get yeah, in wait here. A yeah, actually, I can find a way. <laughs> Let me find a way to be racist against them and literally everyone. Like, <laughs> because everyone but white people, like, normal, by saying uh, uh, they're normal now. <laughs> yeah. Fucking goddamn it, Andy Dwyer. You blew it. You really fucking blew Dude. it. One of them is not normal. Scott Steiner. He said in a promo. Yeah. You know I'm a kid that freak, and I'm not normal. 
We're I know we're just hopping all around. We'll find a semblance. Yeah, I'm sorry. We'll, no, we'll, I'm sorry. We'll find a semblance of a path, but while we're going wild, like just yeah. as of when we're recording this, I just finished that match where Wheeler Yuta got his face scraped off oh. and then still fought his way through John Moxley. Oh my gosh. Wow, just an kicking energy. at it finishes. Dude, I was like I was like just not doing too much. Oh my god. Honestly, a little Dude, bit at fucking the fucking paradigm shift. At the end of the match, I was like, dude, you could have eaten that paradigm shift. You didn't have to kick out of that one too. The, so that's definitely uh Wheeler's first time doing the blade job right <laughs> i i would fucking believe so because that was like zach gowan or even eddie eddie guerrero i think eddie guerrero and like that one cena one against batista are still worse because mm-hmm. cena was just like dude or, or dustin at du- dustin at double or nothing but this one was dustin was, was maybe high. the worst it was coagulating coming out of him. it was like spurting <laughs> out yeah but yeah this was definitely a uh, pretty high up on the mood scale of blood yeah, but honestly, yeah. it was so much fun, especially when he's like rubbing the blood all over his chest. It's like, Ew. so, so they're building this little guy. Is that what that? Yeah. That's what they're There's doing. The they're building this little guy, the Ring of Honor Pure Champion. Like, oh, okay, that's a cool fucking belt. So it, this it, is this is how my brain works, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. And it was also helped out by having some of the pen beforehand. So I was, you know, orbiting Planet Stasiac oh, yeah, or maybe. Planet RVD, um, and. Where I was just talking about the Wheeler Yuta match. I just watched it, and then I thought about Wheeler's Long Burgers, and so I tweeted out the Long Burger yesterday. That's, oh. that's the connection. Yeah, Shout yeah, out yeah. Um, what's weird is because, like, long. yeah, after we do one boxing practice in my basement, do Long Burgers after boxing—that's a good day. Yeah, that, that was, was a weird day. Man. Was it Albert? Who else came? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking um, Albert came. But I heard something interesting where like the story initially with Wheeler was like Trent doesn't like him. Yeah. <laughs> Trent's like you're not you're not one of us. And then Trent got his the shit kicked out of him by Brian and is kind of like taking a back seat to Wheeler to yeah. like boost Wheeler. Trent, Trent That's kind of cool. Just like a total asshole. Like yeah. you suck. Uh, you're not part of us. And then gets his ass handed to him by by doesn't Daniel. Doesn't he t- just take the dumbest bumps? <laughs> yeah, I love I love fucking Big Greg, big fan of of Trent Beretta, but oh my god, I, he's gonna die. I miss, I absolutely miss his his tope to nothing. <laughs> when he would just randomly do that in a SmackDown match in two thousand and just what, dive into the abyss. Whatever. Yeah, I, I actually uh, saw a clip of it the other day of him doing one. Also, I saw another one. Where I, I forgot who didn't catch, but somebody just totally missed catching him too. <laughs> Rude. Bad all, all that's to say is what a goddamn wild week it's been. That episode of Rampage yeah. was nuts. But yeah, we're and and this is all post a really fucking fun WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. WWE's whole thing of like, man, if we just have no expectations, man, uh, people are gonna we're gonna accidentally shit out a really cool event, and then everyone's gonna love us, and then be disappointed within a couple weeks when we can't follow. I up. know, right? <laughs> it's like they they do such a good job of setting the table sometimes, and then being like, actually, I don't want this for dinner. I don't want this. Fuck this, and then it's well, like it's, over. Well, it's like that. Like they had like this amazing dinner. It's like you know what we're doing it again next week, and then it's like they're like change the whole things. Like never mind, bologna sandwiches. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. We ran out of time, so we we made some beat. We made some hamburger helper, which is still tasty, but it's and not we don't even have the noodles. We just have actually have the hamburger. A bologna sandwich in the middle of a desert when you haven't eaten, like you know, in months. Which, like, basically, we biscuit. haven't. 
We haven't <laughs> eaten good wrestling from WWE at that level in months and months and months. And they deliver us this bologna sandwich of WrestleMania. And then the second taste of bologna sandwich, you know, that we get in the follow-ups is like, oh, that's right. It's just bologna and I'm not starving anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Actually, um, what's really, okay, this, this is a really good yes. connection for me. When I was when I was dying and then came back to life, um, yes. the first thing I the first thing I ate and I cried after I ate it was the worst turkey sandwich and like the blandest <laughs> French fries and a Pepsi. Oh, like, you know it wasn't it wasn't a Coke. Yeah, noted noted Cokehead. Um, mm-hmm. But it, like at that moment, it was the best fucking thing in the world, best meal oh. of my life. Because it was like my first meal of food in three weeks or four weeks. Yeah, we. I yeah, it I was like a about this in a recent episode yeah. like that when I was in the hospital. First thing I ate after like days and days was fucking terrible stir fry, and it was the best stir fry. <laughs> yeah, when you're yeah exactly, and they gave it to us, and I loved it. I had a good time. Hot takes, favorite night, night one or night two, one, one. Um, yeah, it was one for me as well. Yeah, one. All around, two had one of my favorite wrestling moments of all um, time. One started so slow for me, but then picked up to be so great. And I thought two was like more just good throughout the whole thing with Dude, like a couple dips. But there was some dips in two, and I think that the uh, the climax or the jizzing mm-hmm. on night two just didn't hit as hard as night one, but it never was going to, no matter what. Yeah, I I had high. I we'll just get into it. Let's go. Uh, Let's we'll talk about we'll talk about night two later. Call you Brendan uh, Harry because you got high hopes. Yeah. Okay. Let's start yeah. With, uh, here's the the pre 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 show of what um, SmackDown SmackDown uh, seek out Ricochet and against uh, Angel Umberto. It was really really good. Okay. They, they okay. gave him a lot of time to just do some shit, and all three of them are great. Um, and so yeah. Just watch that match. Yeah, mid mid card less uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, which is always fun. Well, no, just no, no, like no, sign of creative because it's WrestleMania SmackDown. So SmackDown was WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, that's where they yeah. And then stand and deliver. Watch that fucking ladder match. It was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. I got goosebumps. I teared up for uh, Grimy, and so it was. Yeah. That yeah. Who was in it? Who's so in it? Sick. It was um, Grayson Waller, uh, Solo Sokoa. Um, Cameron Grimes, old Grimy. Um, who the fuck else was in it? Uh, obviously the champion. I want to call him his indie name because I can't think of his other name. Christian um, Casanova. Um, why can't I only think of Trick Williams' name and not the actual champion? Carmelo right Hayes. Carmelo Hayes. Oh, okay. And there was another person that was in it. I okay. Like Is Grayson Waller the woke guy or no, that's Joe uh, Grayson Waller is the social media guy? Yeah. So he is he like. Is he? Grayson Waller's the guy that attacked Johnny Gargano on his way out. Oh, duh! Fucking the, the fucking handsome Mexican Santos Escobar. How could, oh. I, how could I forget him? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe because NXT 2.0 is forgettable. Um, it, it's 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 starting to not but, be like as grating. Oh, because Dolph's champion. Uh, well, he's not anymore. <laughs> but um. <laughs> You could just tell it, it's not the same thing, but it's not supposed to be. And it's no, like, no, no, and no. It's I know that. To be, and it makes me sad to this day. But mm-hmm. that match was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. And also, I loved the tag match. But there's some bad stuff going on that it seems like there's just a lot of 
murky water, so I don't even want to go into it because it seems like it's just a mess. And so, yeah, yeah. yeah, we can leave it. It's a uh, really shitty situation where literally every single person involved has reason for you to not give them the benefit of the doubt. Yep. Um, as a person in their past, which makes it like I'll just say it like we don't and have res- to go into and it, receipts but... that also like oh. Okay, oh, hang on, hang on. One, second, one second, one second, because now I'm so confused. Um, Just briefly, what is yeah, going on? What, yeah, what, what are you talking is it? About? Nash, Nash Carter. Nash Carter from MSK has been released from WWE um, oh. after his wife, um, uh, Kimberly, yeah. who was in the Mae Young Cl- Classic, um, basically tweeted out saying that uh, he had uh, physically abused her oh. um, with a picture of her with like a split lip. Um there's a lot of, of like accusations going both ways and other people from the wrestling world getting involved and literally everyone involved are people who have like problematic things in their past because it's oh, like okay. Gigi Dolan is his <laughs> current girlfriend because he Darby and Allen. are separated. Yeah. Um, she's had shit with, you know, when she defended Darby Allen and basically mm-hmm. victim blaming. Like, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. there. His um, partner's um, Wesley's wife getting involved, who's not mm-hmm. in wrestling. But mm-hmm. then there's a lot of apparently receipts and this, this, and that. And so that's why I was like, it's really murky waters. Yeah, it's, especially yeah, the wrestling community. sensitive subject. The wrestling com- fandom community loves to. Ho- Put themselves in the situation of very serious situations like that. So, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Maybe we should leave that that alone. Yeah. So, but that's, just to like that's really unfortunate. Explain what it is and stuff. But it's yeah, literally. And Kimberly has a lot of shit too. So like, yeah. we, you always want to believe victims and and everything. Um, but she has lost that benefit of the doubt in other times before. So that's yeah. there's not yeah. really worth getting into it past that because who the fuck knows? But he's gone after they won the uh, titles at Stand and Deliver. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So, Oh, hell yeah, please give us and another tournament. I love tournaments. NXT. Yeah, yeah just tournaments. like when Enzo was released. Yeah, give us a tournament. That honestly, Classic was awesome. Or the Cruiserweight uh, tournament. Honestly, I really just feel bad for Wesley. <laughs> I feel really bad for Desmond Xavier, too, because it's like, he's a small guy. Um, it's like, and like the, the, the act of MSK was good, and it was over, mm-hmm. and they've been doing it forever. And it's like, you mm. kind of get to a good point, and they're, they're obviously putting a lot of a lot behind you because like they're the like in my head like Shawn Michaels sees them like they're the perfect mix for 2.0 they're the perfect transition like Mm -hmm. from one to 2.0 because it's like they have the kind of the attitude that they want in the for 2.0 and the characters and the colors and just kind of the shock to your senses but then Mm -hmm. it's like they can fucking wrestle and the wrestlers I will so. say, I mean, of the two, and I granted, I didn't know shit from their uh, their like indie indie runs and stuff like that. But uh, I, I mean, Wesley is like the far more charismatic one, and like the one that's I think more fun to watch. And so maybe it, I don't either, you know, get someone else uh, in in the corner or take a run for like the North American who, title or something. Who, but that I I think he could. Yeah. Pull who's out. the third rascal that didn't come with them? Trey Miguel. Who's yeah, the, what if they what if they signed Trey Miguel? Yeah, just swap one him? out. <laughs> that 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 would still be bad because he said some very homophobic things. Yep. Hachi. <laughs> well, he's in, he's in a he's in a famous tag team, so you got it. <laughs> Comes with the territory. Yep. Yep. But uh, yeah, uh, go out of your way to watch the ladder match because that was phenomenal. Was WrestleMania Night One? It was fucking sick. 
Was it as stupendous as WrestleMania purports? I'm I'm not it's going to stupendous. Night one was stupendous. Um, it started out with uh, the Usos defeating Shinsuke and Rick Boogs, uh, uh, sponsored by Mike's Hard Lemonade. This one was, or was it Mike's Harder Lemonade? I forget. It was harder. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's for men. The plan was for Shinsuke and Boogs to actually get the cool moment, which makes sense because you want to start media. You started on a high. You started with the good old kind of like a. Easy, nothing going match, but it's like it's fun. You have the entrance, you have the good mm. guys winning. Everybody, the rock and roll. Yeah. Um, Pat McAfee just being the most Pat McAfee ever, and I love it. Um, but Rick Boogs tore his quad and his patella tendon. Um, it was a, bad. You could tell, like, yeah, that's it, not a work. Yeah, you could tell instantly, and you could tell, like, they were scrambling to kind of try to keep some semblance of the match they had called together. But then had to pivot, so it's like that Uso splash was like, like everything was just very odd. It was um, very odd. But it's like they're professionals; they got through it. Uh, sucks for Rick Boogs. Uh, hope for a speedy recovery. But yeah, WrestleMania it. itself, all this whole so WrestleMania 38 has was kind of bookended by by injuries changing the finishes to matches, which sucks because I do think for at least for myself, it does sort of put a, a little bit of a tag on an otherwise like really really fun show where it was just like it started and ended with kind of like a huh but everything in between i feel like really i mean most things in between were really really fun it's like but, having like mm. a really good sandwich but just shit bread exactly mm. like dude mm. well, how did i get all this fucking good deli meat but i forgot to get some nice fucking bread yeah you're just using the fucking um, little like shitty bun parts yo yeah oh, dude the little fucking it. heels ew i'm gonna be sick thinking about it <laughs> makes me sick Let's- but otherwise, let's, let's it, yeah, it is cool. And like the entrances were fucking fun. It did set the pace, the night, the tone for the evening. Let's talk about Matt's favorite match. Drew McIntyre uh, defeating Happy Corbin. Yeah, it was my favorite match. <laughs> I actually really, so I, I've been loosely following what's been going on. I have not been watching WWE avidly at all for like months. But like, me either. it's been actually really nice to watch WrestleMania and get these kind of longer drawn out sort of recaps. Mm-hmm. It was really fun watching the the saga of Corbin uh, in that in that fashion. I really in did that, like it. In that f- he in a recap oh, version, uh, it's fun. Uh, uh, but I knew it's once Zach started talking, it's, it's too much. It was gonna start being some Corbin no. praise. No, I the thing is like I hate this version of Corbin. Like I truly do. Like the because it was perfect. It was so perfect when he was sad. Oh and yeah, I now think he's like, even made happy fine. And the thing is like I feel. I feel bad for him and Moss because they're both dudes that just are so sold out on this thing that just sucks. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Drew wins. We all knew that was going to happen. Happy um, I'd say Mania started picking up, though, when Drew fucking cut the ropes with his <laughs> That's true. That was the um, best. Because um, after that, it's it sails. Madcap mad kind of causes a weird distraction. There's some tension. Um, they followed up with it yesterday. We're recording this on a Saturday on Friday Night SmackDown of uh, Baron turning on him and the fans actually coming we, alive for Madcap. Didn't yeah. Moss turn on Corbin? Well, he was kind of talking some shit, but then like the actual physical like. Oh, OK, OK, OK. Heel. And so because you need to have that. But uh, the fans were coming up for Madcap. Like I know like wrestling people and all the dorks on the Internet are going to just hate it. Because you know, they're all bots. Yeah, first they're all bots, and second off, it's uh, you know it's fed bad, and it's like a fed guy, not like a guy like you know the internet likes. 
but the fucking fans that were there were coming up for Madcap, and it blew my mind. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, mean, I think I think he's got fans. I want. I was gonna. I hate to agree with Zach about Baron Corbin, but it's mm-hmm. like he Baron Corbin. He's gotten so much equity, like negative heel equity mm-hmm. from the fans. That's like they just cheer anything that goes against him. Mm-hmm. So, God yeah. damn it! It fucking like, worked after he all does, those like, years. It works. It does work. That's the like thing is like. I don't think an old school heel in general really works anymore today. But Baron Corbin, it like Baron Corbin, and the Miz and MJF, and they're to all differing degrees and differing ways, and they all get more praise than they deserve at times. Are all doing it the old school heel thing in different ways, and I think Corbin might be the best at it because like you legitimately hate that dude. Like, and you forget, like, you never get smart. Like, I'm, I'm one of five people in the world who gets smarky about Baron Corbin, you know? That is true. He's, he's just doing, he's doing what the Miz does and he's really good at it. He he has that level. It's the same thing we talked about when we talked about like our, our top wrestlers, the same thing with like Kurt Angle, when it's like, you can be somebody who is like a relatively, honestly, let me step it back. I don't want to compare the. Baron Corbin to Kurt Angle too well, much, but Baron when you Corbin have, did retire. Kurt that's true. Angle, that's true. So. Yeah. But when you have that level, enough level of self awareness to make fun of yourself, it really does make it so like you can get your shit over because like the crowd knows you're not being too, you're not being too artsy. He's not, a, about he's not a mark for himself. Exactly. You're yeah. not being all high yeah. up on. You're not. You know. You're not getting high off your own supply too hard. And so it's like, uh, it's it's easier to root for him that way. And that, that's the thing I like most about Corbin. Like, Jesus, I'm not near near as, as big a stand as Zach is. I I just I appreciate that. I know that this dude could be good, and we saw it for two like two there's, months. Yeah, there's so year. much po- there's so much potential. And, but you can just tell he's just sold out for what he's being told. Whatever, to do. yeah, whatever, whatever instructions he's given, he gives it a thousand percent. I'm, when the, so, when WWE, and that's why he's going to beat Roman Reigns. When they do Evil Season 2, I hope they do a Baron episode, because this episode is fucking fascinating. Oh, I believe that. I, I was there. watching a bit of the Randy one, and it was... Um, watch it's... the Miz one. The Miz, you, you never see Mike Mizanin 100% out of character, ever. Mm-hmm. Like, literally yeah. ever. Um, you, you do a little bit on this, and Maurice oh. is also talking, like, about Mike in a way that you never hear them talk about. And you okay. see... That he is insecure and shy in the mid, but the Miz is not. Like years and years and years ago, he was on Cabana's podcast, and Cabana even noted, "It's like you can hear Mike and the Miz. They interchange. They do this. It's mm. like, and it's like I know a lot of people want to hear about Mike, but it's like he just can't help turning into the Miz. That's just yeah. He's performing. He's always performing. He he never he was never popular. He never had friends. And like for in real life, he was just a weird kid." Well, he like wrestling, fucking loser. To the Miz on the real world. That yeah. was the first time he ever got the attention that he wanted, and now he's insecure about. Yeah, it. it's, it's like fascinating. It's true. Like I think, I mean, we're micro versions of that and stuff. But like, there's so many instances of people who, ha- you know, like insecure people who like to perform. <laughs> you can be, mm-hmm. you can have mm-hmm. a sense of yourself that likes to perform and to express yourself that way, we've, while still we've, being a um, very. In, insecure and uncomfortable person in like social situations or, or yeah, anxious because like um you, you all know this like we, we played music in front of people mm-hmm. it's so mm-hmm. easy to play in front of a big crowd 
It is so fun. It's electric, it's fun, and it charges your batteries. But, but it's then, a different like, brain. There's no, part, yeah. yeah, there's no personal thing about it where, like, you know, it's like there's just a bunch of faces. And it's like you, you get a lot of energy, you get a lot of this, but it's something different than when it's like. It's not about you. It, where it's intimate and it's small yeah. and you're dealing with, like, a person. And you're like, oh, no, they're just focusing on me. Like, this is all just, this is just all this. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I think that's really interesting. And I think that's probably the I think too, you see, like, people, if, like, in movies and stuff, too, the people who play, like, the best, like, evil characters tend to just be, like, really sweet, shy folks because it's, like, you know, human beings are fucking nuanced and weird. Yeah. Next match. Uh, we've got oh, uh, the one m- last thing. Drew uh, kicked out of an end of days, which <laughs> first, first person ever. ever. It's it the most protected finish in WWE. Aside, since I've been watching. Aside, the leg Ra- drop, Razor's Edge. Ra- oh, oh yeah. if yeah. he was in the, if you're getting, actually, this uh, kind of reminds me of Breaking Ground because Scott Hall was there. Baron Corbin's developing then, and you know that they there's a lot more than what the cameras didn't catch. You know, he said, "Hey, never let anybody kick out of your finisher. Um, and if they're going to kick out, don't give it to them because that was Scott Hall's thing. Never going to kick out of the Razor's Edge because if if you're going to, you're not getting it. Like he's not going to yeah. give it to you. So it's super smart because then when it happens, it's it's cool. Mm-hmm. It means something. Not just kicking out of every fucking finisher. And it's still protected going forward because as long as they don't have everyone kick out of it now, mm-hmm. like Drew Drew is the." Third most super powered per like man in WWE right now. I would say fourth. Do you think Bobby's Bobby's more? I think Bobby's a like a Bo- hair more. Maybe yeah. He I'd put him and Bobby right there together. Like yeah. um at any moment. And but it's yeah, it's Brock, Roman, and then those guys right there. Mm-hmm. And then Rand, Randy too. Probably. Yeah. R- Riddle loses every match if they lose. Yeah. And um and the finest Conan Reeves too. Naturally. Naturally. Yeah. Uh, the Miz and Logan Paul uh, defeated Ray Mysterio and Dominic okay. Mysterio. Logan Paul, this is that the motherfucker. Best, that motherfucker. Turned this it on. is the best wrestling performance by a celebrity ever. Like, be, and it's not necessarily the best celebrity match, mm-hmm. but he wasn't. It wasn't a celebrity wrestling performance. This was just a wrestling performance. Like, he could be on Raw or SmackDown weekly starting now and i believe he belongs there based yeah, on that performance i agree and like i since working from home and being chronically online i have found myself knowing more about internet personalities than i ever expected or cared to and i'll say something about logan paul from the little bits that i've known or, or have heard about him from shit that i watch on the periphery or whatever it seems like he has kind of had a turnaround obviously he had some horrible controversies of just being a fucking dickweed just being an awful dickweed, I don't need to, mm. you know, doesn't need to be relitigated. The guy seems to suck in a lot of areas. But it seems like he's also kind of taken some of his criticisms to heart. And it, it, that's what I was thinking, at least when I was watching this match. I was like, oh, this guy understands what it means to come into someone else's house and show some respect. Because, like, it was not, it didn't feel like a celebrity trying to get a big celebrity pop. It was like he, he took his job in that role, uh, like, pretty oh, seriously, but still had a lot of fun I, with it. And I thought he did a really even, good job. Even, like, I... I have no actual like positive thoughts about him as a person necessarily. I mean, neither really. I don't know shit. I don't know really shit about. But like at the same time, like I know this dude takes whatever he does very seriously. That's very obvious. 
Like so he, you can, he's he got a work a, ethic. Yeah, I'll say he, you can he ask absolutely does. both of them for so many things, and I'm right there with you. But they fucking they go for it, and like if you step in a, a ring, even if it's as kind of fixed or whatever as as I think that Mayweather match was. You're still getting hit by fucking Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. Like you're still like that's still kind of a wild. tough son of a bitch. Yeah, you're still you're in front of like sixty five thousand people and like having to do something you've never done. Like, and you're going and the fucking the thing that I loved is the timing. Like taking that little bit to do the three amigos. Oh my so, god, that was that was like one of the best oh heel my. moments I've seen someone you, do. Like just with a move in a and long time, and you can't time. teach shit like that because that—that's something you gotta feel. You, you what? Moment. Wait, what? You can't teach you, being tall. And you, you can't. And you, you can't, can't teach that. that? You can't. Um, no, but it's like you either, especially when something like that, like you can't teach somebody to have those kinds of uh, reactions just naturally to play to the to crowd those, in a really natural, those organic instincts. way. Yeah. Like because mm-hmm. you know, like uh, um, if you're getting walked through a match, it's like okay, hit this. And just keep going, you go and you go, because you're just trying to hit your marks. Like you're trying to hit mm-hmm. this to this and this. But no, being able to react and have the crowd like that, that's just an instinct that not everybody have. Not like and that includes a lot of professional wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's also really weird for a YouTube star to be able to do that. Like he doesn't perform in front of a crowd. Like he boxes. performs in front of a camera. That's true. That's true. He has had like boxing, um, like success or, or a career in boxing for the last couple of years. But I agree, it's like it is a different. So they both box? Yeah, um, dude. I don't. Yeah, the, a bit. Yeah, Jake brothers a lot more. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And and we don't really need to spend too much time like sucking, no, sucking no. on Logan Paul's penis here, but like it, it, he just did a good job. I think he he did a good job there, mm. and uh, it, it made it for a really fun, not just celebrity match, but a good, a fun WrestleMania match. Yeah. And man, yep. Dom- Dominic is he is transforming into Eddie literally day day by day. I agree. Like he came out in the fucking Eddie like mega heel in Mexico all American gimmick gear. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's that, like the, that was his gear when he and um, is it Eddie Gilbert? That is it's part of our our bar, our bar. That's who it is. I couldn't remember. Yeah, the guy who invented the frog splash. Um, they like that was when Eddie like took off his own mask, which was the first time anyone had ever mm-hmm. done that. Like he renounced his mask and the, he was an all American gimmick down in Mexico. Like, I love because it. he was from Texas, not Mexico. Like, yeah, mm. it was. It was really good shit. Um, I forgot. Ah, fuck, I, I always forget their name. Dominic but. is starting to get that thing. I was noticing too, where I feel like I couldn't really put my finger on it, but watching him when he since he debuted, it, it really seemed like he was really trying to impress and he was trying to prove like I belong here. That this, 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 and like you know, to some mixed success, honestly, in my opinion. But doesn't matter. It, what I feel like I was seeing here with him was that like. It felt like he's getting that look in the crowd where it's like he he's getting more comfortable. He's getting more of a character. He's getting more of like a, a confidence in the ring. That is he's, what is, makes it feel a little bit more like there's a it, there's like traces of other people in there. Where it's you're, just like, oh, seeing, yeah, he's got that style. You're seeing that like he does have like a lot what it, what it takes in him. It's just that we had to watch like essentially him learn how to do the job on the job. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and so it's like, oh, okay, well, fuck. Like, now you can tell, oh, this definitely is Rey Mysterio Jr.'s son because it's like, oh, he's, he has some of those same things where he has those instincts and to do certain things. I think he just needs to pull his character and, like, himself out a lot more. 
Um, he, need, he needs to start um, differentiating his move set from his dad's because mm-hmm. he's a big fucking dude. Like <laughs> he's six six two. Like and he should do some more like power moves and like just get something that's unique because he's not a tiny little like high flying guy like his dad. Like yeah. he can do that that stuff, but it, it's not as like snappy or like cool and as impressive as when Ray does it. So he needs to do a little bit different stuff. Well, after yeah. that style, there's so much cool, like Matt based Lucha wrestling as well. But yeah, he needs to start doing some of Eddie's moveset. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he does the frog splash and the, uh, three amigos, but I mean, every- well, like some grappling game, like do the, like the tech, the Texas Cloverleaf. Oh shit. yeah. The, Oh yeah. Do the tequila sunrise, do the, oh, the yeah. Eddie Guerrero sent on in. Do stuff mm. like that. Add things like that that he used to do. I think would be super cool. Um, Miz was definitely the worst person in this match. Um, and it's wild because it's like Logan Paul and like is there. Um, mm-hmm. but he was, he was the best. Like he's so like he was great. He was yeah. fucking yeah. good. Miz, Miz is such a mystery to me because like when he's not good in a match, he is like actively terrible. <laughs> but when he's good in a match, he's fucking good. Like, <laughs> And it's so weird, like, and it's based on who he's working with a lot, you know, so, like, that's a big thing, but it's the wildest swing between bad and, like, great Mm -hmm. for one wrestler. Oh, um, also, um, this was for our bar. His nickname was The Love Machine. Eddie and him were Gringos Locos. And then my favorite thing was they had, like, a faction, and one of the people that was in it was named... Madonna's boyfriend. Oh yeah, <laughs> sick. That was Dennis Louis, Rodman. It was Louis Spicoli, um, who did some jobs in the Fed and also did some uh, shit in WCW. But yeah, his and ECW. But yep, Madonna's boyfriend. Cool. Oh, That's yeah. a cool name. <laughs> uh, Bianca Belair defeated Becky Lynch. This was the match this, we needed. This is why oh, it was so be. good. It, it was awesome. Like. The like we actually got a cool payoff from something they started at SummerSlam. It's like yep. oh fuck, like they had a direction and they actually kept with it and they mm. gave you the ending you wanted. And it's like when they do stuff like this, it yeah. it's like it's it's so good and it like hits everything. But then you get so mad after like all the good effects were off because like you guys could just do this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad we got a full match, but I kind of wish Bianca squashed her. I think that would have been fun. I I think what I. I kind of had the same thought at first, but then when I was watching the match unfold, I think just how disappointing it was when Becky won with the squash. I felt like it mm-hmm. was, I do think it was the right move to be like, let him just duke it out. Let him battle it out. Mm. It not, Becky not make cool as fuck too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like they both look tough as fuck. It made it seem like it, it, it made it feel more of like if Belair would have won in a quick squash, it would have felt more like a fluke or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this just felt like, no, she beat the fuck out of Becky and, and took the title. Yeah. I, Bianca Becky is up fucking... right now on that top tier, like with, with like yeah. the Sasha's and Becky's and Charlotte's of the world. Like she's mm-hmm. right there with them. Like, like Becky, like, you know, take out the, like however many months she was gone for, you know, it was on maternity leave. Um, she is literally like at a fucking Okada level of powered up within this company. She has had a championship every single day before, you know, WrestleMania since WrestleMania 35, every single day that she's been an active competitor for three years, she's had a title because she only, she only didn't have it when she gave it away. And then she got it the day she came back. And 
the two things too with this one with the Becky had like that big, big cinematic entrance, and then Bianca had like the marching band, the drum, the drum corps out there. If that this was the first one that was like, all right, this feels like WrestleMania. And it, mm-hmm. I thought I thought the last one did too, just because the celebrity involvement. Sure, sure. But this one yeah, had yeah. like that fucking like bit you know, big fight, quote unquote, big fight feel. And I think what also helps stuff like like where it, where it starts feeling really different, and like this is where WWE does a really good job. Is that it? It made it feel like it is like bigger than any other wrestling thing. No matter like like oh, this is a big fucking deal. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it has and that feeling that you're watching an event. Yeah, and also like I want to give like specific props like Bianca's entrance, like because I've I've heard like uh, especially like black fans on other podcasts and stuff like um oh I can never I don't want to butcher saying his name but um Fazim. The former yeah. Kazim, the former um, writer for WWE, that's on like um, a lot of podcasts and the Masked Man Show and stuff like that, um, uh, and is friends with uh, the New Day. And um, hearing him say like the having the historically black college marching band coming out with her, like that's big, like black culture, like awesome, cool moment where that that's like a genuine thing they got right, like. I think that's definitely they, Bianca's idea. Like it fits when they get perfectly. stuff right like that too. Like they get it right like really well. Um, like they, they, it's like they they exceed expectations when they do get stuff right. And like we'll talk about another thing later on. But like yeah, they yeah. also got something else right. And so it's just super cool. Like I don't know. Yeah, this is like, this is like when they're starting to feel like 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 you said, Matt. Like oh, here we go. We're starting the to get that like. And this is weird. It's like that next fucking level for WWE. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, like separated. The plane itself. was taken off during the the celebrity tag match, and then it was just like, oh, we're reaching altitude yeah. here. That's why I can mm-hmm. say like the Drew cutting the ropes thing. Yeah. it's such a weird, thing, yeah. like, specific moment that you'd only see that at Mania. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, like so, like start. That's like weird spectacle shit. That's corny, but hey, like it's fun. It's Mania, whatever. Through the rest of the night, like yeah, because Seth Rollins. So after this match, Seth Rollins comes out, and we have the big mm-hmm. special surprise. What a fucking well, I do. I still. There's one thing I want to say about the last match. Yeah. Um, I thought it was weird that both of the singles matches for the title were on the same night. I thought that was a little oh, strange too. Yeah. Um, I heard like someone had this theory. I don't remember who it was, but like, and I think it makes sense, even if. I'm not sure that they were doing this, but night one is a wrestling night. Night two is a sports entertainment night. Yeah, like, yeah. For good, better or worse, even like, because Usos and Nakamura and Boogs, that's just a straightforward yeah. wrestling match. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the like, there's the big entrances and stuff, but like, and then Drew versus Happy Corbin, just wrestling. That's like, a the SmackDown mid- fucking match. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The mid, the the mid, the you know Logan Paul match. Even though it was a celebrity match, it was a straightforward wrestling match. Like a lot of the Gaga shit is all in night two. Like, yeah, Gaga wasn't there. No. Well, Becky, Becky's entrance <laughs> look actually. Well, no, that was she was just Haley Williams from Paramore. Uh, yeah, in Mad Max. But she had the she had the the Gaga bodysuit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, we can talk about Cody now. Um. <laughs> No, Seth all, Rollins. Seth Rollins' Seth. outfit. Yes, it was incredible. Fantastic. Loved it. I more like more sexy like lingerie looks in, in menswear in general, but especially wrestling. Because like, come on. Yeah, it looks so cool. Yeah, I really did. And I will say it, like, he's been since like he's really like got rid of like the Messiah character, became like this like suit guy what? and uh, wearing. Uh, crazy I, I have thoughts. So. I, Kevin's I, friend. 
<laughs> Anya doesn't see much like wrestling these days because I'm not watching tons of WWE and just like. Uh, you know, like it's just not there hasn't been a lot background. of shit. Yeah. There hasn't been a lot of shit where I'm like, "Oh, Anya, you have to see this level of stuff in a while." And so she, but she saw Seth coming out and was like, "So what's his deal these, these days?" <laughs> and I was trying to explain it. And I was like, "Oh wait, he's just he's all of the Seth Rollinses of the past have just rolled into one demented like ball of awful because like." He has these little bits. His entrance music has bits of all of his themes, mm-hmm. and it makes no sense. It's just this mishmash. And yeah. it's like he's it just works. like unhinged. He's just yeah. unhinged as his character. And, and I was just like think about it. Like this is one of the most like trying to explain all the ins and outs of this match to someone who doesn't know anything about wrestling might be the most complicated thing in the world to explain <laughs> why this is so big. Because Seth is all of his character. Like you explain, like who is this guy? Well, he's lots of guys. He's like <laughs> 10 guys. That's his whole character. And then, oh, who's this next guy? Okay, well, so six years ago. Shut <laughs> yeah. like, the fuck in. Yeah. Um, like, and which is also, Cody leaving WWE was the first big thing that happened in wrestling after I started watching again. So this match is like the story of the wrestling world literally since right when I started watching it again. And I was like, holy shit, this is so much happening all at once. Yep. So we, we get um, Rollins in the ring going through like every emotion known to man, just like mm-hmm. on his face, which is wild. <laughs> like scared, laughing, like crying. It was so many and different things. He's like, come things. on, just fucking bring him out. Bring him out. And so then boom. And then big you got pyro, it, man. lights go out. And then There's he, more than one wrestling family. Well, I love that he like fucking finally takes off his big giant jacket and throws it, and that's when the pyro starts going off. <laughs> like, like oh, he was like some fucking like boogeyman level like shenanigans of like I'm gonna scare you. I'm gonna I'm gonna scare you with the like the fucking pyro that <laughs> things off. So he um, it's Cody Rhodes comes out as Vince McMahon's yep. appointed uh, opponent. With adrenaline um, yeah. in his soul. Yeah, we get yeah, thousand percent Cody Rhodes. Like is, yeah, American American his tattoo Nightmare. his tattoo got bigger. <laughs> I mean I legitimately do think he got it at least touched up. Like it it's popping a bit more. Or he it just had, had a real tattoo artist do it the sheen. second time. Like, I agree. Mm. He had that mania sheen. But yeah. he comes out, the I, the crowd there's the two biggest pops for Mania were Stone Cold and Cody Yep. Rhodes. Yep. By a, like leaps and bounds. Imagine that. Um, Then, like, it's just so surreal. Six years after, like, leaving, like, um, I start as fucking Stardust. Yeah, the 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 WrestleMania 32. He was in the opening IC ladder match where the one where Zack Ryder won when was IC champion for one day Mm -hmm. uh, as Stardust. And the only like kind of cool thing in it, he had a miniature ladder spray painted with polka dots for his dad who had just died. And yep. it was really fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah. And then here, it's like, you could tell, like, this moment meant so much to him. What he's doing, his... Fu- he even got the Cody Vader, as he calls it, where he rises up. But it's like, you yep. could see, like, the kid. Like, being, like oh, okay. Like, it, it legitimately seems like he did everything like this to just come back and be like, I, I'm going to be WWF champion. Oh, and <laughs> wild. I think, I think, I think he, I don't think he's got any loyalty. I think he just wants people to talk. I kind of feel like he's going to leave in a couple years 
He's gonna bounce. He's gonna bounce back and forth. I, I, I think this, and this is something Jenna said a while back. Um, mm-hmm. He's literally doing this because he always wanted to be the guy there, and like, yeah, and he wanted to be the world champion, and he wants like of the biggest company, and yeah, like he tells a story on Raw about like his dad okay. having a Madison Square Garden match, and he hasn't yeah. really ever talked about this against Billy Graham and how he won the match, but it was by countout, so he didn't win the title. But his okay. dad had that title, and he now has that title because um, Dan Lambert gave it to him. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I think it literally just comes down to he wanted to be the guy there, and yeah. they were like, mm-hmm. "Fuck you, you're." He not. was willing to go start his own company to to do it, kind of a thing. And I know that that's like because he kept talking about how vindicated he felt. It's like mm-hmm. he did everything like that just so Hunter and Vince will be like, "All right, pal." <laughs> and that's the thing that like i i thought same thing when he came out it felt like a homecoming it felt like the right puzzle piece kind of fit into the puzzle of like this is where he really shines this is this was made for cody but Corey graves immediately goes into the undeniable or undesirable undeniable thing and i understand it's kayfabe because he was was stardust you know who's really good at his job Corey graves In this match, well, he really this was. this WrestleMania, yes, yeah, Michael job. Cole was, and even like last night, I saw the clip of what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about it later. Uh, but Michael Cole is good. Michael, Michael Cole kind of rocks like a lot. Michael, he's on, he's on a career. He's on a, like. This is a career high for him coming over twenty years into his career. He referred to like, Pat yeah. McAfee as one of his best friends. I think I think Pat McAfee has changed Michael Cole's life and he, has reawoken well, his love for Michael Cole has, has yeah, said as much. Yeah. Like Michael Cole has said as much. Like he like he is reinvigorated in a way. Like we saw it in, you know, fucking the Tegan Knox level yep, right, shit. Right. You know, we saw him him do that at the 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 UK like the UK tournament, the original and time. The May Young Classic and, too. Yeah. And and Bianca versus Beck or Bianca versus Sasha. Um, I think, and ba- based on um, something that happened on SmackDown last night. Yep, which we'll get into. Michael Cole has it. It's the, I love it. Apparently, been so embraced by the black community, and I think he <laughs> is like. I think there's a lot more to Michael Cole than he lets on. Like. That he really tries to do some good in the world and just like keep things good, and he mm-hmm. knows that he's a gateway between the ultimate evil person <laughs> in the world, Vince McMahon, and the masses, and, like, all, and the masses. And, like, really though, there's yeah. just this level to Michael Cole where he's just such a fucking pro. Uh, I'm actually really, I have no idea what it is. I'm excited to get to it. Oh well, he's oh, so uh, yeah. You know, last year at WrestleMania, like he like you know announced that like you know said that like bianca and sasha are the first two black women to main event wrestlemania yeah um and put some like black, weight behind it like, black well, wrestling twitter there was a really because he said it twice right yeah, yeah. There's, a, bringing there's a tweet it up that and... said yeah that said michael cole said that with his whole chest mm-hmm. like it was like black wrestling twitter appreciating the importance he was putting behind it and then last night on smackdown uh it was a sasha match and naomi was on commentary and michael cole like or said you are the first two black women WWE ta- you know tag champions and uh, Naomi went say it again Michael <laughs> and like and he said it again for her. yeah yeah awesome 
Yeah. Well, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. It seems like it, it's it's a it just goes to show like if somebody and it's the same thing we say a million times with wrestlers too when they when it feels like they want to be there they're great and maybe for the last few years I can imagine for as long as he's been in it Michael Cole probably had some phoned it in eras. Oh man, but, I thought you, I thought you were talking about Cody. I'm like, yeah, like I was about to agree to yeah, Cody. Three, three star savior. No, <laughs> I was just saying like it seems like he really wants to be in his his spot too. But right I, it now. is the same thing with yeah. Cody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the he, match was fucking great. By the it way, was yeah, great. Seth it's Rollins a, Cody is so Cody, fucking good. By like Cody yeah. always has great first matches and companies. It's it, it's. He knows I, how to have a big main event match. Co- really Cody, Cody Dustin was great, and that I think that's his only great match in AEW. Um, dog collar match against Brody was mm-hmm. pre- was pretty great. Um, yeah, we I like the one where he ca- I like the one where he caught on fire. Wardlow. I like the one where he put Shaq through a table. Yeah, Wait, was that even him? Highlights. That Sammy ladder match was fucking. Really I like when he boxed with Mike Tyson. I, the, the over that was Jericho. Oh, that's right. That's right. I was say, the the overbooked world of Cody Rhodes in AEW. I can't wait for like the YouTube highlight with some Lincoln Park behind it. Um, yeah. Cody Island. I, that, that's what going in raw always calls it is Cody Island because it was so separated from. It really else. was. And then um, over in WWE, like it doesn't feel like that out of place because everything. No. Yeah. So no. Overbooked. But, actually, um, that's like what I. I the Seth moment he came out. As the American Nightmare, I went, holy shit, the the American Nightmare character has not made sense since he debuted it, mm-hmm. ever. It has literally never made sense. Um, because it was missing a step, and the step was coming back to WWE, literally no change in his character, even though like he's the babyface version of it right now. Um, it's all true now, and it all makes sense, because he was undesirable at the end of his run in WWE when he mm-hmm. left. You know, like, if you, if he's saying that about his whole career... I know. That's what a not sack true. Of shit. That's, that's not true. But you're, you're absolutely but if you right. Look at, but in 2016, yeah, he was undesirable. They didn't care that he left, and, you know, and then... I think that's the thing that annoys me the most. undeniable. Is that it's true. It is, is he has a leg to stand on with it, even yeah. though it's like, we especially, know personally it's not true. It's like, especially fuck, it makes sense. Especially now. Yeah, and his 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 entrance music is him saying, "I left and I built my kingdom. Now you have to bow down to me." It's f- literally fucking true, and he's been using this entrance music for six years, and it hasn't been. Yeah, yeah, it's he true. Made say, his it, entrance music come. The true. puzzle piece <laughs> feels like it connected, and I do. I am excited. I I um I missed his uh his speech on Raw. I haven't gone back and watched it yet, but it sounds mm-hmm. like he he cut it's, a pretty good promo. Yeah. It's good. It's. I don't like it, but it fucking works. It's. Did it solve racism? No, uh, he actually talked oh, okay. about that in a different um, interview. I, I forgot which one it was, but it was really funny because he was like, "It's like sometimes I could be a little tone deaf, and I think that this is like, <laughs> like okay, like at least fucking self awareness is. I'm the I'm super interested. Maybe not even necessarily of the content of like what is going to be going on, but of mm-hmm. like. I, I want to know, like, kind of almost like just like the backstage stuff, like how, how he's being booked, kind of like oh. where his character mm. development. Yeah, like, I'm do, super interested in that. Do you think he'll be the guy? Yes. Yes. Like, will he will he beat Roman or will someone else? Um, I don't. Or know will he be number two guy? He's gonna be the guy on one of the shows. Okay. Um, okay. I there's we we don't know what they're doing with the fucking title right now. It. They set something up yesterday. 
Well, I'm meaning there's they, two titles. There's two two of them. It's they're both on one. What are they? Who's going to be the main person that's not Roman? Because Roman is not going to be on both shows every week. It's no. just not going to happen. Eventually, they might think that's the plan. They thought that was the plan with Brock Lesnar in 2002. It lasted a month. Yeah, no, this is it's definitely being built for. I can already see it where like Roman has to do like a multi man match, but like two of them because it's like and so like he'll lose one, but like not get pinned or some shit. Yeah, know what? Know what championship they're not doing anything with right now though is either of the mid card titles, but the ECW title, the The IC title. ECW. It is kind of cold. It's very cold. Who has it? Uh, ricochet oh oh yeah you're right he's fighting ricochet um finn's the u.s um ricochet's fighting gender next week um <laughs> cool. ricochet um you know doesn't matter if he loses that belt he's a meaningless person on the roster yep. at this point. and he's getting he's his a- push on smackdown he's like the number three baby face now but um imagine if you know they do some shaking up Cody gets that IC belt off of him and re-debuts the white belt that he was the one who de- he debuted that belt. I missed that white belt. I, that is the best IC title. It yeah, is. I love and it. he's the one who threw away uh, the black belt one and you know re-debuted the, the white weird, one. The weird stupid oval one? Ugh. Yeah. So um, make that the top title until he eventually gets a world title. Um, Seth is fucking good. Can we talk yep. about yes. Yep. Yes, we can talk yes. about the match. Let's talk about Seth. Yeah. Um, Seth is so fucking good, um, and I'm I'm glad that he's getting his due again because people hated on him for a while, but he was always still that. He good. makes it easy to hate him sometimes. To be he fair. does like when he is on in like any type of social media, any yeah. interviews publicly. MDMA. Yeah, MDMA. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that threw me off completely. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I no, just re- um, I just remember those uh, those cameos. Oh, those were great when he was just stoned out of his mind. Um, but <laughs> he was um, he was so good. They did every move, like pedigrees um, teasing. Like, yeah, Cody teasing the pedigrees, like kicked um, out of finish. I thought for a second Cody was gonna win with a pedigree. I thought so too, but it's perfect he didn't because he's a baby face. If yeah. he was gonna be a heel, he should have done it. If Triple um, H could wrestle, then he could. That would have been Triple H like the best retirement match for Trips. Yeah, oh, at this at, in this moment, if Triple H could yeah. have, if Triple H could have wrestled and Cody's coming in, we all know that's the match, right? Yeah, yeah, thousand yeah. percent the match. Um, the- but Seth being that mm-hmm. is like real close. I, I I think I I told you all like I want Cody's first like run. They'll all be Triple H guys, like or, yeah. or the ones and, they called Dusty's kids, because that's what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. Like they were mm-hmm. always though, like guys like Seth and I, him were called. Dusty's I don't even kids. want them to address it at first. Like, have it be like two or three feuds in before like it starts being like who who keeps sending these guys after Cody, you know, or however they want to develop that story. The like, ghost of your father. <laughs> I love that dude. <laughs> WWE got haunted by Dusty Rhodes. I would tune in weekly. I'm with you, Derek. <laughs> um, also, the reaction from the flip-flop and fly to Bionic Elbow, that was super mm. sick. Like, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and didn't he do a Stardust thing the and then regret wheel. it? The cartwheel. Um, and then he regretted it? Well, I, I think, think he was just joking, saying, like, because he t- told Vince, I don't want to see Stardust. And then he fucking within does a couple it. minutes, he does it. But I thought it was the it was literally perfect. He did it once, a couple minutes into the match, 
and now just never just a never little wink and, a little wink and, and a nod address, and then yeah. you address the elephant in the room so you can put it aside exactly mm-hmm. exactly put up the tiger you put the tiger up on the table and yell at it yep and so you no know, it was i think like this was like one of the best matches on mania it wasn't the best mm-hmm. match ever though because that happens on night two yeah, yeah, well, the, the greatest match, match ever. The be- the greatest wrestling match ever was a couple years ago now. That's true. But yeah, it's, it's the biggest re- main it's, event. It's been it's been replaced. Yeah, yeah. Meltzer gave this uh, forty eight stars. This one, no. the Cody one. He gave oh, that one. I think the highest rating. I think this he gave four and a half. I actually have the ratings that he gave up here. But man, I I I need to seek stars. out some stuff because I'm very curious. And Becky, uh, also four and a half. Two. Oh, okay. But uh, the, I didn't know he liked the, American women's wrestling. Well, the next match he doesn't. Got a, that's why he didn't give. The I, next match got two stars, baby. That's because it wasn't uh, very good. It was not very. Yeah, good. that's because Ronda Rousey fucking sucks. Uh, Charlotte Flair beat Ronda Rousey, and uh, I thought Ronda was winning, so I popped pretty big. Fucking little, little Nate, she's scheming. Yeah, dude, Little Nate is my favorite. <laughs> it is like when you know Randy. They they teased Roman winning the Rumble, and then Randy won. Uh, you pop for Randy. Like, fuck you, You're going to pop for Charlotte if she beats Ronda. Like, yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, also, I'm I'm legitimately a Charlotte fan. But this build. Oh, so am I. This build, this build was just like, it wasn't like. A wet fart? It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't too, it wasn't like a big fight it, build up. It, it was just a lot so of. so much sense, though, right now. Yeah. Because they're kind of just trying to stretch it out a little bit. And then they're, it's leading up to the WrestleMania backlash match that they set up yesterday, which is an I quit match. Because it's all about the submission. You got the visual of Charlotte tapping out, mm-hmm. um, and then you, mm-hmm. get, you get the next match. The WrestleMania backlash. Backlash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is Ronda winning that? Yeah. She has to because it's a submission match. Yeah, it's, okay. yeah, it's an I quit match, so yes. That's stupid. I want her to go away. Well, true, but yeah. also, I mean. Well, I, want her to get, I want her to get bored and go away. You got a, you got a whole year because they're, they're building <laughs> the final match is going to be Becky Ronda one-on-one. Oh, okay, okay. In Hollywood. I'm Isn't so- it weird that Becky's bigger than Charlotte? Like, yeah, think it, about her uh, Think about her back in the quinoa days. Uh, a thousand percent, it's weird. Yeah, yeah like, it's very strange. Like, Charlotte rocks, but she's she's the John Cena of the women's division. Like, kind of. Yeah, she's the, Ran- she's the Randy Orton. Orton. Yeah. And now, now Becky, now Becky's the one you gotta get to. They're the Becky's, ones? Yeah. So I don't know. Like it's I, just interesting. I I, still I don't remember do think, the match. I, I do think Ronda Rousey is a competent professional wrestler. Like honestly, I think look at she, she's a fighter. She's got skills. But, like, but it's a different mm-hmm. thing too. Like to perform in a wrestling ring and, and in a big thing like WrestleMania. The one thing I'll say for Ronda is I do feel like she knows how to step into a big role. It just doesn't ever. She you can tell when her heart's in it, and she was pissed off that night. Yeah, it seemed like she yeah. was really not wanting to, to to give give anything into it. And I think this whole feud has been that. Like, I well, I guess maybe I've never heard her cut a good promo, no, but no, been, she had to do too much little, talking. I think it's been a little odd, but I think the big thing is like this one. She was very pissed off. I feel like her and Charlotte legitimate dis legitimately dislike each other. Yeah, they're fine. It's because she okay. was told she was the main event and going on last, but you're not gonna go on last one. The next it was the is fucking it was the main event match Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's just like it was that's the, what Vince McMahon says. Like it's the main event. It's not the last match, but it's the main. It's event. It's the booked main event match. This was booked as a the, talking segment. Yeah, talking segment. <laughs> but yeah, also it doesn't seem like Ronda's the easiest one to to book and work with uh, and yeah, collaborate well, yeah, with. 
You know what she they comes from? Do, she comes from the fighting world where the main event is the main event. Like, yeah, not, yeah. yeah. It's, it's gotta, Vince McMahon bullshit. It's like exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but if we got a whole year of uh, of hanging out with Ronda Rousey, I would love it if they like if there was just a world where they stuck her with Paul Heyman. No sticker. Give her. Give her Bivens. Oh, Bivens would be fine too. That would make me like her too much. God, <laughs> it's think, true. I Heyman, but like, I think Heyman could just craft a, a story that I would give a shit about Ronda Rousey. I don't have a ton of confidence anywhere he's else a pri- they're going to do something with with her. He's a prize fighter guy. She's a prize they do, fighter. They do need to give her a voice. Like that's yeah, like, they need someone to talk to her. Like yeah, her promise all. I'm gonna well, come and break your arm. I'm, I'm assuming she's room over in Alistair Black's old room. <laughs> I'm assuming she's got a lot of social anxiety, and it's like I I don't like Ronda Rousey, but I as much as I don't like her, like I would like her to do okay. Same. Just for the benefit like, of the fucking show. Yeah. yeah, I I for the like I want to like be interested and tune in. You know, yeah. Like, um, I wish she would just go. Not, I wish it wasn't her. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I wish I wish Shayna was in her spot. I mean, ultimately, but Shana has charisma too. Yeah, when yeah. Shayna when Shayna is like stiff and robotic and stuff, like on the mic, it works because like she's supposed to just be like this, just like killer. Well, she's just, just, like, she's she's scary. She's, she's not like a kid who was bullied trying to be a bully to like be try yeah. to be tough. She doesn't get fiery. Like like that's yeah. not her style. She's like cold and calculated. Mm-hmm. Versus Rhonda gets all just like worked up in like, you know, like looks like her face is about to explode like at all the time but just sounds like a petulant little kid. Yeah. Like it's, do you, it's awful. Do you think we'll get at least like one tag match with Rhonda and Shayna? Yeah. This year. Oh yeah. I that's what I really want because I don't know. I don't know. I want or them to wrestle each other. That'll probably happen too. Yeah. Yeah, it's just unfortunate that Ronda will definitely win. Like well, she has it, to. She will. It just sucks because like they're going to sacri- sacrifice yeah. Shayna. But like, maybe that'll elevate Shayna. Well, maybe like, also like Shayna should be 3. You need uh, and maybe not 3, but Shayna needs to be in the picture. You can the way they could probably even set up like Becky and her is like Becky causing her to lose a match to like Jane or something, you know. Mm. Where yeah, you can, you can set up an angle with it, but um, yeah, it was shit. It was just a shit. It was just a. Yeah. It was a match. It was a match that happened. Um, but it was. It, but, it unfortunately had to be right before the best thing that happened ever. This was a fucking <laughs> moment right here. This, like this is another thing that you're like, you can't recreate this like anywhere else. Like, nope. It's fucking. Like when wrestling makes you fucking feel. Yeah, the God end of night one. Before we, yeah, I, I like my. It was one of those things where it's like it's been so long that wrestling has made my like face hurt from just smiling and being stoked. Yep. But by the end of WrestleMania night one, I was just like so like, yeah, your your face is tired from just being so fucking excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like um, four matches straight of just like, you know, the the Charlotte. Ronda match wasn't a great match, but the result made me stoked. You know? Same, so and it was like, still thrown up in this. It was still like a great night. It wasn't like Ronda and and and, uh, and Charlotte like really deflated the evening. It just it just didn't live up to what you know was kind of book it, sandwiching it. But it was still like a part of a really fun night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So the next next we had Kevin Owens come out uh, for the 
WrestleMania edition of the KO show, the main event. He dug it in. He dug that point in. <laughs> I know. And um <laughs> I love that Kevin like just showed like how fucking good he is. He's like, he's great. Even just like pr- the promo stuff. I he was so good. I just thought of a weird theory. Um, I know there's no. I know there's so many other reasons why this happened. But what if they were like they were negotiating and they're like, "All right, we'll give you Stone Cold. We'll do it." And he's like, "That was the final That's nail what in got the Kevin coffin." To sign. <laughs> Where he's like, "All right, I'll stay. I'll stay." A WrestleMania okay. moment with Steve Austin. I mean, Appar- I- apparently, what got him to stay was Vince McMahon told him that we're not losing you. And and so then he felt like he was like he's like yeah this is like where I belong this is my home like and it it is mm-hmm. he would mm-hmm. he would either get lost in AEW or it I don't think he'd be as entertaining there who would he be feuding with right now he wouldn't have the title he would just be like hanging out with the young bucks That's the or thing. something I was thinking that too they they they'd just send him on a Mount Rushmore greatest hits run and it's like he's not he's not in the level of his career to go do like the the county we fairs did, you know what we, I mean? he's still we, he's still headlining the big venues. He's we'd probably get a the, cool match. The biggest we'd probably, match. We'd probably get a cool match against him and Emma Cole. But like this is bigger. This is more this important. Is than especially, especially like the only thing bigger is if he wrestled Bret Hart for Rock, this little dude. Canadian boy. Well, and I guess, I guess Stone Cold is his biggest. This is, I was say, this is his bigger, biggest guy. This, this is bigger than <laughs> yeah. This is like, like one of the biggest things in wrestling you can have. Because this yeah. is going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin's. Like he wanted this to be like his last match because like, he did not like how going into the last one he was in the hospital the night before. Like mm-hmm. just he was in a bad spot. Now he actually gets to go. Fucking, we'll talk about the match here in a second. But yeah, he just let's gets go. To go and uh, on his own terms. So the match. Uh, well, Kevin, before the match starts, Kevin does such a good job of just doing the thing of like we're at the end of the night. Talking. I'm gonna shit bunch of shit talk. You're gonna boo me, hate me. I'm, I'm gonna prolong you. You want Austin to come out now? We're gonna make you wait a couple minutes, and I'm just gonna talk a bunch of shit. So when that mm-hmm. glass sh- finally shatters, oh my, oh my god! You don't get reactions like this any. Like, he, like, it's ridiculous. I love that fucking Ke- Kevin fucking justified him being in this spot as a character too by like the the heel shitty thing to do would be like cowardly against Stone Cold, mm-hmm. and he goes no like. He reinforces that he deserves to be in a fight with Stone Cold by saying, like, no, I tricked you into this. Like, he's the manipulative heel. Like, he's looking for the fight. Yeah, not, not, not being scared, but being like, I don't respect you. Yeah. Um, I I love that Stone Cold comes out, does his thing, disappears, comes back on his, his little ATV. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Just soaking it in. And that's the thing. Like, you love to see a wrestler just soak it in. And, uh, yeah, the le- and two nights in a row. I feel like we got that with Stone Cold. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, that- the um, Stone Cold is also just so fucking great at being Stone Cold. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And so they had this like little like you know thing where they were they didn't really make you think they were going to do a KO show for very long. He came out just started no. kicking down the set. They talked a little bit of shit together, and then yeah, KO was like, "I tricked you into coming out here. Fucking fight me!" And Steve Austin's like, "What?" Okay, and then fucking there we go. Here we are. Yeah, I didn't. I I thought they would brawl. I didn't think it was gonna be like a match with a ref. I didn't. I mean, maybe I'm just dumb for not expecting that. Like spots, spots, spots. Stunner. Yeah, go home. Yeah, Yeah. well, they because they did a good job beforehand of like really trying to murky the muddy the waters of being like 
is Stone Cold signing on for a match or just a segment? That, he said he's not going to do a match. And that's oh, what maybe I love that happened. Is yeah. that it's like it's like we kind of there's always like the, well, what's actually going to happen? Like we know we'll get a stunner, probably a couple beers, but what's going to happen? Because like so when WWE they were like we're doing it, it was yeah. cool. They they preconditioned us to like be it's a little disappointed, yeah. and so <laughs> then they give us what we want and <laughs> give us a match where stone cold drinks beer while re- in a match it takes a fucking <laughs> suplex on concrete at yeah. 57 yep. years old <laughs> yeah uh, so one of the things that i love is like he's going at first he does the the stomp slow on purpose but you know he, you could tell it's like oh this guy ain't move like he's like he's 57 years old and hasn't wrestled the tin man ain't got the oil in him quite yet. yeah but mm. then the moment he gets that suplex it is fucking on. It's like, oh, it's yep. like he needed to take that bump. Just probably yep. get that feeling throughout his body again. He's like, all right, because then he starts moving like old stuff cold. Yeah. He's fucking <laughs> doing suplexes on the ramp and I mean, shit. It's like I recently bumping. for the first time watched that NWO versus uh, Stone Cold and The Rock tag match mm-hmm. um, that happened before WrestleMania 18. I've never heard of that happening before. And watching it, I found out why. Uh, Stone Cold's terrible in it. Like, he can't move. Yeah. Like, he's so fucking hurt. It's yeah. a year before he retires. He's gone most of the next year getting, like, surgery and shit, like, and recuperating. And you can tell his heart's not walking he looks out. terrible. <laughs> yeah, and then he walks out, like, you know, in that same year, too. And he looks so much better in this match than he did, like, in that match in 2002. And yeah. and the I'll say the Rock on their 19-1 carried him. But, mm. like... And it was like a, probably an honor for him to do so. He has so much respect yeah. for Steve. The, mm-hmm. But in that tag match, was the, that, the, rock the Rock is the best, by far the best worker. And you see, like, oh, that's right. The Rock was a good worker for two years at the end of his run. <laughs> it's funny because it's like he went and did the Scorpion King, came back. It's like, oh my God, you're really good now. What happened? <laughs> I, like, legitimately, like, starting with the Hogan match, like, that tag match and then the Hogan match, and then, like, for. Next two years before he's like gone, gone. He's a really good worker. It just took him until after he was like, <laughs> like post main event rock when he was barely there is finally a good worker. It's like fucking Cena. Cena's the same way. Cena yeah. became a good worker after his run on the top. There were little things that that Stone Cold did in this match too that were just like it was just so revealing of how much fun he was having, and that was what the best part was. Like when he was like, selling that his like, knee was too bad to do like the mud hole stomps, but then like he fucking turned it on on him, and like it, and the crowd take, just goes nuts. Everything he take, did, the crowd was just in love. When he took Kevin for a little ride on his ATV because Kevin couldn't figure it out. That's great, <laughs> and you can just tell like. Kevin was bumping his ass off, working so hard. Oh, oh yeah. I love that Kevin hit the and, first stunner. Yeah. yeah. But the whole drinking beers in the middle of the match, I don't know if I've ever seen that. Do you that. remember? So there was the match he had with, um, well, it was it, it was it the hour-long one, or was it the one with uh, with Sean, or it might have been the, the one with Brett at Mania, but they're, cra- they're brawling through the, the, the crowd, and on one of the commentary videos, he's like... Yeah, I grabbed a soda out of the guy's hand, took a swig, and threw it in his face. Makes for a good gimmick, but also I was thirsty as hell. And it's like, I think that dude just, just like, hey, like, I'm stone cold. I'm going to take a break and fucking grab a drink here. Yeah. I'm, yeah. It also was his own beer. It was the, the new El, El Segundo American regular- Lager. What? Yeah, I'm glad it wasn't the IPA. I want to try it. It probably just tastes like Budweiser. Me too. I, gonna, I want the yeah. lager. I'm going to guess that he, I don't, you know. I have absolutely no clue on how long this beer's been out, how long El Segundo's been working on this for him. I'm sure that the moment he's like, hey, I'm going to hey, I'm gonna be a match at WrestleMania. Not everyone likes IPAs, though. 
probably come out with a, a cheaper, shittier beer. Hey, I'm, I'm fixing to drink 30 or 40 of these some bitches. I can't have it be an IPA. No, there were at, there was a cooler of at least 200, just in case. Just in case. There were so many. I, I can't I be having them heavy think, IPAs. Get me a yeah, lager. He probably drank part of 48 beers. Yeah. yeah. He probably got like a total of like 12 beers down, though, which is a <laughs> lot. That's a lot of beers for in the middle of a, it's wrestling, true. In the middle of a wrestling match, dude. Um, and then yeah, I'm like, you're dropping stunners after that, like, on, oh my god, it was so fun. But like, and I'm like, they, jumping ahead, but I'm like, you're gonna fucking spew out beer like a like fucking Pat McAfee on night two, you, maybe. You've heard him say before that like he doesn't really drink as much as he used to. You know, like he's getting old as, and shit. Like, as someone who's done that, you don't get a lot of beer. But have you done it with sixty different beers? You end no. up getting like while a lot exercising. Of beer. While exercising, you're gonna throw up. While fucking throwing yourself to the ground. Foam all um, spitting out. Still, still not as fucked up as he was at 19 after <laughs> fucking heart attack basically the night before from caffeine and like workout steroids. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like and all the stress and shit. But it was it was the perfect night, like like perfect ending mm-hmm. of the night. It was it made me feel like a kid again. Like I, I felt like I was just a, a fucking little kid watching Stone Cold stomp mm-hmm. a butthole and walking it dry. Um, Kevin, you could tell, probably felt like a little kid. Oh yeah. yeah. That threw the fucking ceramic mug into the wall and he was like 17 <laughs> years old and his dad got real mad at him. <laughs> yeah, dude. The way he says that. I, I was, was 17. <laughs> and then Jimmy Jacobs is like taking a drink and then he just, just fucking like, dies. Just starts dying. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, it's so good. Yeah, but like night one, I was just elated. It was yeah. great. Elated, what does elated mean? Elated, yeah. <laughs> fucking Rusev Day baby. Um, let's get into night two. I honestly uh, have less to say about night two, but I do too. And it's because I was fati- I was a little fatigued. Um, there's a few there were some good matches that, that I, I just didn't pay attention to. Yeah, there's a f- there's some moments throughout that we'll get into, but in gen- it's definitely you know not the same level as night one for sure. And fatigue. Yeah. Was, but it was still, yeah. It was still good. It's still good. Still so much like, fun. Yeah. yeah. Had some incredible moments. I just like, you know, when it comes to things like just honestly, like the stuff with like Lashley and almost, I was just like, yeah, it's, it's mm. fine. Stuff like that. But there was definitely like really good stuff. I was a little, I think yeah. everyone was pretty underwhelmed with the, the tag match with new day, but obviously there was some, that like, yeah. Other things going on with that. Um, I do really like that on the pre-show, or was it like the week before? There was the promo where um, uh, Xavier Woods uh, referred to them as uh, Butch, Botch, and Bitch. <laughs> like, that's, that's that's pretty fun. Pretty fun thing to call those guys. So um, um, starts out let's... with uh, RK Bro. This is my job. The Street Prophet. Nope. You're fired. Fire. No, Derek, come back. Shoosh. Thank you. And the Alpha Academy in a three-way tag match for the Raw Tag Team Championships. It was a fun, it was a fun match. Randy mm-hmm. is so invigorated right now, just like Michael <sighs> Cole. You just get him next to a weird guy, and, mm. <laughs> and then it's just like, oh, my career is back. The, they're, probably the all just Orton, smoking, they're probably all just smoking weed now. Yeah. yeah. The Randy Orton episode of Evil is also fucking fantastic, by the way, because, like, he owns up to being a shithead, like in all like how bad he used to be. They WWE eyes it, you know, like they don't yeah. go yeah. into everything. He's like, so then my penis was out of my pants and I was like, hey, <laughs> new guy, look at this. Um, Randy, Randy Orton's like on opposite of a midlife crisis is great. Yeah, it's, it is great. 
It was almost like a midlife crisis of conscience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you did all, you do all the stupid shit you do when you have a midlife crisis when you're 20 years old. By the time you're midlife, you're like, I gotta start fucking getting right. It's time to repent. It's time to get right. Cody, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Hold, say, hold, hold on up. This one here, Let's though. finish this match. Okay. But no, Cody was on a, um, I did like media afterwards because he's Cody Rhodes. He has to have his own press conference. Um, yeah. And he, uh, said, he's like, I heard Randy's a fucking family man. Now when that happened, he's like, I saw this guy like fucking like throw like a, like a fucking like dynamite firecracker into a fucking hotel lobby and rip like a, <laughs> uh, he ripped a fucking urinal off the wall and then walked out and said, which one of you rookies did this? Like, what a dickhead and he's like now he's a family guy he's like i gotta change that so, yeah. he's a family guy <laughs> um real quick the show started out with triple h oh yeah, yeah that's so uh, true so true um emotional. that was that was real emotional for me yeah. because like i'm an nxt head um and, and they're playing motorhead yeah, and I like I like Motorhead. Games make me cry. The game makes and, me cry. And just him walking out and then soaking in the moment because he disappeared for so long. He almost died. It sounds like they really yeah. fucking uh, you know downplayed the cardiac event because um, it was heart failure. Yeah, yeah, and it sucks because well, like you see him coming out and you just like it, you know it's the end. I mean, obviously we are so tuned into what's going on. We know he's retiring. Yeah. It's like you know he doesn't. He didn't get to have that big "I'm going home" match, and he's probably yep. not going to get to have it. Uh, no. So no. Knowing what we know now and getting the moment we got with him uh, introducing Night Two was really like a pretty beautiful like send off. I, I remember. Yeah. I've watched his 100 his entire WWF run. I remember Hunter Hearst Helmsley showing up as the Canadian or the, the Connecticut Blue Blood and showing up with different girls all the time, and then Mister Perfect would steal him. Um, <laughs> classic but yeah, classic mission perfect <laughs> uh, probably did a bunch of blow afterwards <laughs> um, but no it's like i gotta see his whole run and like i gotta see yeah. the best and the worst the absolute worst in the <laughs> yeah and then the best like with him becoming like this like guy that like cultivated this like product i really enjoyed and like um like, nxt just, was his redemption arc yeah, yeah, it really was, and and just like the leaving the boots in there and the tears in his eyes, I was like, yeah, God damn, this is heavy. I, I was a little scared. I was like, wait, is is this big crowd gonna elevate a stress lo- stress level? Like, is this like bad for him no, right now? I think, like, I think he's fucking. Yeah, he's been on that stage a million be. times. I think he. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Triple H has been nervous walking out of Gorilla in since. Probably like whenever the like the first like since Takeover Brooklyn probably whenever he yeah. came out to address the crowd for that yeah. I thought that was the last time he was nervous yeah because like so, that I bet he would have been nervous for that but he hasn't been nervous all the way he so. probably he probably just felt like almost if anything at home because yeah, I, yeah. Um, this is another tangent we're, we're I mean we're I mean Mania boys. trips yeah we're we're wrestle boying like this one up like crazy like, yeah old quick. school um old school it'll be six hours. But Bret Hart talked about how important that mania match he had with Vince was to him. Because he was like, I, um, he's like, you never get that feeling of like walking down the ramp. He's like, I was never going to be the wrestler again. Like, I never had that. He's like, so to be able to do that just really meant a lot to me. So it's like the same thing. It's like being able to come out and do that wasn't like an anxiety thing or a stress thing. It was a, like a, like a, a shot of a drug, you know? Like, it's like, you Mm -hmm. don't get that feeling with anything else. The rock even, talks about it and like has them zoom in on his goosebumps he gets because it's 
it's probably just fucking addicting to have. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so was his last match the Saudi Arabia Undertaker and Shawn Michaels? Um, it was a match at uh, one of the shows. Was members against Randy Orton? That's right. His last two matches. It was um. So that was his last televised match. His real last, like, I think his last match match was teaming with Shinsuke against right. Samoa oh, Joe yeah. and Bobby Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brood. That's fucking cool. Uh, that's which perfect. is like all that's his guys. Match. And then yeah. like, his per- like his last TV match or like shown match was against Randy Orton. Perfect. His last Mania match was against Batista. Perfect. That's all perfect. Yeah. That's that's good. Yeah. That's good. Just, I just, yeah. I wish he could have gone out on his own. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I know he, he has a troubled past. But what I know about atoned for it in a lot of ways. What I know about Triple H is that he created NXT and that he really, really, really cares about those guys. The, uh, the speech he gives in that Champa documentary, it's like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. I, like, and, we we'll get into this in our. This is you know we'll get into it in our NXT episodes. Yeah, for that sure. We still have to record the last couple of those. No. Um, <laughs> Yeah, who knows what time is? I don't even know. Um, but um, the legacy of NXT, and the leg- therefore the legacy of Triple H, is like mm-hmm. I think it's gonna take a while for us to like really fully see. But think about what NXT did for women's wrestling in WWE. Yep, um, that's gigantic on its own. Mm-hmm. Like. And then think, and then so many other ways besides that. Um, yeah, like it's like it's tough to like even really consider like would AEW exist if NXT hadn't existed? No, nope, because how do you lasso that many smarks and for a WWE fucking product? And it, it was and NXT. It, it created smarks because people got back into wrestling that hadn't been since they were kids, and now we're. People like me in their mid twenties and like interested in that sort of thing and like um, brought people therefore brought people to New Japan, which like mm-hmm. therefore like made that all happen. Like made both of these, a huge thing. A bunch of these guys would not be nearly as good um, because like the, like it l- fucking lured Shawn Michaels out of just like not being in wrestling at all and to being yeah. like a head guy there. And it's like guys like Adam Cole would not be where he yep. is. Guys like Johnny Gargano yep. would not be yep. where they are. They would <laughs> I not was just be about like to say the same exact any thing. Any type of like performance, even if there is like an alternative company or Adam Cole, like, yeah. even before coming there, was good, but he would yeah. not be this Adam Cole. And even Kevin and Sammy. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they they learned, they all learned, like Johnny Gargano came in, learned how to wrestle the WWE way. Uh, with his own style mixed in, learned how to talk, became, towards the end of NXT, one of the most fun things in wrestling for a yeah. while. And, and, and like, we, we do have more to talk about with NXT. When we it's true, NXT, it's but, true. But the truth of it is, too, is it, it really was, uh, it, it is like a, a really great entry point to a lot of folks like that have other careers in other promotions like it was a way for me to get familiar with folks that you all are like well at least zach and, and isai were talking about with like mm-hmm. adam cole or with like pete dunn people from like progress and stuff like without having to go and seek out these um, like streams and don't, stuff don't it's butch 
but I'm sorry, Butch. But like you know, uh, Butch is a cool name. It's not bad. It's not bad. But it was like it's a good point of of entry for a lot of like really cool wrestling that typically, I mean, that was outside of WWE. But WWE, it was there. It was a way for you to get into it. I guess I don't know. It was cool. Anyway, we'll talk about yeah. it more. But yeah, but uh, it was emotional. It was an but, emotional way for Triple H to send his mm-hmm. uh his way home. And so mm-hmm. from uh, Triple H to a Triple H guy, and a bunch of other Triple H guys, I think. Um. It Literally Orton, every single person in this match is a Triple H guy. Yeah, it's it's Orton and a bunch of uh, young guys, which I think is super cool that Orton, first off, is wants to be in a position like that because um, mm-hmm. he gets to lend his star power to other people. Now, Riddle is super fucking over. Um, yep. Alpha Academy, since feuding with RK-Bro, is like over. Like, like They give a shit about Chad Gable now. They give a I shit really- about him. I really hope he gets his due because he's good. He is. And, and it's right. he's, he's good on the now. mic. It's he's looking yeah. older. You know what I mean? I feel like since the Shorty yeah, Gable thing. Yeah, he looked like a, he always looked like a baby. I, and like uh, since the Shorty Gable thing finally stopped or Shorty G thing, I was like, now looking at it, it's like he looks a little bit more like he's got that, that fucking grit on him. That little bit of that fucking yeah. grind. And they found, and like Vince found out like, oh my God, this guy can really talk. And like, and since then they've been pushed hard. I think, I think, I think, I think Otis is holding him back. But they they like Otis. I like Otis. Otis fans. It's one of those things, too, where it's like, not for us, but for like the larger WWE crowds. I mean, I used to love Otis. The whole Otis Mandy storyline was cool. It was fucking rad. That was like, that's wild. But it's like like what you're saying, like the, the standard WWF fan. Um, they're gonna be thinking, like, oh, it's like, oh, this guy's—he's a big old fucker that can like kick some ass. Like, it's it's he's cool, Chris yeah. Far. It's it's for the people who still, you know, you no know, type, uh, you know, Chris Farley, you know, skits into YouTube. Just yeah. Chris Farley yeah. skits, exactly that, yeah. and sit around watching, going, "Have you seen this?" To their their you know to their kids. Yeah, is is Otis still goofy or is he serious? I mean, is he, he's always kind is of he full? Is he fully serious? Fully serious. He, he's fully okay. serious. I think, but that it, is go- sometimes inherently goofy. Yeah, like, I, I think well, yeah, that he. Do- I think he. I think he knows what he's doing when he's. I like, think. I think he could. Funny. I think he could be like a Vader. I think if they made him be fully serious, he could be the, scary. Vader bomb. Mm. Yeah. The, the issue is that WWE never got vader they fucking mm. of all they 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 got him when they didn't weren't doing anything with him and they were just kind of letting him be and then the moment they started trying to do anything like that they wanted to do with him it fucking immediately failed and then sean michaels <laughs> there uh, it is. i was waiting for it sean michaels uh went uh, kick me in the head or kick, you know, fuck this guy. Yeah, he, um, oh, yeah, Sean Michael. He was supposed to actually win the title. It was supposed to be Vader instead of Sid. Um, <laughs> but Sean put a, put an end to it. Yep, all because that SummerSlam match. Wow. Um. Anyway, I just want the best for Chad. Um. Good usually time, you got some. Usually got something good to say about Montez Ford. Uh, I love Montez Ford. Um, Great. He's gonna be a WrestleMania headliner. Like he should already be like on that mm-hmm. way because he's so charismatic. He jumps mm-hmm. one billion feet in the air. Um mm-hmm. he's so athletic. He's like he connects with people. Like like he's a good looking yeah. guy. Like 
have him on every show. I mm-hmm. like th- there's 5000 reasons why this won't ever happen, but the match I I want to see a match between him and Bianca. <laughs> All right? Yeah. You know like there's so many like literally Just see, like seeing her throw him into the crowd watching himself or bianca oh mm-hmm. yeah would be yeah. fucking incredible but yeah. um uh, yeah and then the end they all rk bro won the street profits gave him some drinks cool, cool rko spot like with the the fucking one with chad and then the other one like the springboard one was so sick for that riddle did and then orton hits another one you could just see how pumped he but, is Montez fucking wild man for taking a face first bump down to the mat off the top rope. Like yeah. mm-hmm. he is trusting riddles to protect him. Like so fucking hard. Cause he is literally just going, okay, I'm just doing a dive like into a pool, um, <laughs> but uh, down onto the mat from the top rope. Also, um, Dawkins it took him like 30 years. He's great. Got a great hot tag, <laughs> and he also did a dive. But holy fuck, he was in NXT for a thousand years. He yeah. was. Like, I think it, I, I think like we've even talked about this before. It was when Montez started getting really good. I think Dawkins is a really competitive dude. Like he, like he was an athlete and shit. And like, yeah. I think he's really competitive. And just like he decided to like compete with Montez on getting better because they they got so good like right together. Yeah, it's true really really mm-hmm. fun um but it was yeah i don't know i i i want to see montez take a take a stunner i feel like he would sell that so bad so good i mean yeah but uh, what came next yeah. was really underwhelming and i, I don't want to talk bobby about lashley beat almost cool it was the, my favorite thing about it was it, it was short well it, but it wasn't short enough it was six and a half no, minutes long it should have it should have been a squash the okay the fucking tag match the ter- the terrible shitty tag match was a minute and forty. This was six thirty five. Like, uh, it was too long. And yeah. like, if this was a th- two minute match, that would have been like. I think they could have told the exact same thing. Like, just like, yeah, make it. We don't like, need fucking almost there holding. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. this should not have been longer than fucking Goldberg Lesnar at Mania a few years ago. <laughs> Yeah, like when it's telling basically the same story. Of it should like have been longer than man. Goldberg Lesnar at Survivor Series. Yeah, where it was 80, three, three seconds. Yeah, <laughs> but it was whatever. Yeah. yeah, almost just he does nothing for me. They yeah. did what, pop what? for the fucking suplex, though. So. I mean, yeah, people boy- pop for people pop for Lashley. So, like at the end of the day, well, at least they yeah. got the result they I, wanted. I like the idea of almost, and like I, I want a giant around and he's so impressive to look like he's so impressive looking they just like it sucks that you can't have him in nxt like there's just no way like they just need him to literally be off working in a gym to learn to wrestle Mm -hmm. yeah rehire paul white and have his brain (laughs) almost to work um then we had match of the night match of the year match of the millennia johnny knoxville Defeated Sami Zayn in what was the most... It was the perfect mix of wrestling and jackass. It was, like, most, it was like a wrestling celebrity comedy like, spot done okay. to perfection. This is really... This is going to be really strange, but I'm all hyped up on Sonic. The movie's not great, 
But if you're a crazy, like, if you grew up watching all the Sonic shit, loving Sonic... If, you're, it, if your other home was a Green Hill Zone... Yeah, yeah. They do... They make all the references right. They do it all right. And this match, they did it all right. They had the Everything big, they had the was right. Hand. They, they had the hand. hand. The, my they one the criticism, hand. the hand should have been the finish somehow. Yes, yes. Like... The only issues you can't have. There's that no hand. way to get that in the ring without. And, but they could have made a false count anywhere. Like have that's it. True. That's true. Anything false count. False count anywhere. Like yeah. But the mousetrap um, had the story mousetra- significance. Yeah, it, but it kind it, of felt. But fun. it didn't work well. And it was made right? out of like no. clearly PVC pipe. And and it's like, I love Melter's fucking right. Melter's fucking half review of, of this. Stuff. He took the mousetrap so seriously, like it was killing the fucking business. <laughs> he was. I, I, I need love, to. I want to listen to him talk about it so bad. I love it because um. Brian Alvarez loved the match because it was mm-hmm. just fun, and that's well. And All Dave Meltzer, Dave Meltzer takes wrestling very seriously. Well, and this, there's a right? the generational gap. Like people, people, yeah. Meltzer's generation don't get jackass. Like <laughs> straight up, like they don't get it. And people Gen X and younger love jackass. There's yeah. like a clear divide there. Yeah, um, and Meltzer's a fucking like old ass man. So, yeah. but does he does he get comedy matches at ever? Some of them, and some okay. of the things he thinks is funny, like, but only funny. only when fucking Andy Kaufman's in only, it. Only, <laughs> only when Liger does the butthole spot. I for myself with this match, it was like I'm so used to something being overbooked, being synonymous with something that's bad. Yeah, and this was something where that was so overbooked, but in a perfect way. Like every little thing that distracted from the match itself enhanced. The I think match it's itself. the difference between like like being like overbooked and then also then just being intricate. Mm. Well, and this was silly from the beginning. Like, it was it, sloppy, but in a way that was like it was intricately free. placed to be sloppy and to be like yeah, that's like true. That. And so and it's like the, it was just. At the beginning, it was like every WWF hardcore match you ever saw, like in 1999-2000. But then it's like when they, it's like they kind of get you a little bit there. It's like they made sure and show like, oh, Sammy is way better than like Johnny Knox. No doubt. There's no doubt in anybody's mind. But then they, yep. then they're like, okay, let's start dialing up the jackass. And then it's yeah. like, oh, here we go. The shenanigans. Well, the guy. Sh- Shane, Hel- Shane Helms the producer on this? I think so. I've, and, and That makes sense. Makes so All much the- sense. All the things that didn't work didn't bother me because, like, they've never done a live Jackass before. Yeah. Like, mm. this was a live episode but of Jackass is, with 30 is, stunts. Even though, the, like, the, the mouse trap at the end was kind of bad, like, it still got a big pop. It well, and, and the kick thing didn't work either. Yeah, yeah. but it's still funny. The, it yeah. was still fun. No, exactly. I, I just think the hand would have been... Like it's not even that those things didn't work well. It's just that the hand would have been literally perfect. It would have been they, the they, best. They play the party pinfall. boy music. Um, yeah, the party there. boy music. Yeah. Um, also, Chris Pontius, cheeks censorship. Like that, those were some cheeky underwear. Not the, yeah. the full on thong. Michael Cole <laughs> could not hold it in. They did the best. Like the, that was my favorite thing. Pat ha- McAfee and Michael Cole made this match. They they mm. did such a good job of calling this. Yeah, one. and Pat Michael McAfee just, to wrestle later. Michael Cole just laughing the entire time. Yeah, and like Pat McAfee being the fucking like hype man for like people that'd be super into this like it yeah, yeah. So much yeah. Like yeah. the voice it's, of it's, like the, those elder millennials and lower showing your it's showing your you know weird but kind of cool uncle jackass for the first time mm-hmm. 
Uh, we got to talk with about your weird uncle and watching Jackass. <laughs> we got to talk about we got to talk about Wee Man, dude. Body slamming Sammy Zayn was one of the more impressive things on night two. I mean, yeah. I've heard, I've heard from like people before that Wee Man is like terrifyingly strong. Like, okay, I, I've gone like deep into like Jackass like interview sure. deep dives and shit, and like and like he's a like very good skateboarder and stuff. Like mm-hmm. he's athletic, so like it's just the junk. Your your brain has a hard time still, seeing somebody with that difference. He's in a little height, guy. That difference in height, picking up Sami Zayn and slamming him was more impressive than anything I saw. During and it wasn't a almost. fucking Hogan and Andre slam because Sami actually went up. Yeah, mm-hmm. fucking Wee Man held him and fucking whipped but him. I want could was Andre able to go up? Oh fuck no. No. Yeah, Andre, not at that point. He not at Andre, that point. Andre couldn't even walk to the ring and that's why they had the little cart that like drove him. Yeah. So Wee Man also, is four foot even and Sami Zayn is six one. Also back to Omas, I looked him up. He's at, almost as tall as Andre the Giant. Yeah. And you know what is he is, okay? Is it I mean, he uh, if he had it like Big Show and everything like that, then like the I forgot what it's called, like hyper uh, thou- it's like hyper thalamus something, but like yeah, it's, it's basically a big tall yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's that, like, like the, the tube on your forced, pituitary gland and it just like yeah. just, but it forces you to not stop growing, yeah, but because that's what that's There's, what killed Andre, right? Yeah, yes. but that was before the medical like oh, okay. where it's okay. at now. Like it's still not. Like it still can be fatal. It can cause a lot of serious issues in your life. Yeah, but it's and not also I don't think his lifestyle helped him either. Yeah, yeah I say, that's Andre true. was kind of just a yeah. cocktail. I actually have a, a cool graphic novel I want to shout out. It's called uh, I think it's called Closer to Heaven, uh, and it's about mm-hmm. Andre the Giant. Uh, it's a really cool little graphic novel. Yeah, and I think the whole thing where he... the Bill Simmons documentary on Giant. That's good. Yeah. I think the whole thing where he had to drink so many beers to get drunk, I think that was just an excuse so he could drink a lot of beers. Well, I also think, yeah, wrestlers and people in that position have to just live in a constant amount of pain. And when you're that huge, you're also in a lot, lot of pain. Yep. And I yep. think it was just a, you know, when you know, it's kind of a tragic story, but what a hell of an entertainer. Anyway, that's the Andre tangent of the episode. Yeah. Um, the, oh, yeah, Riddick Moss I, won the Andre the Giant Battle Memorial. Hey. Whatever it's called. Madcap Moss. I've got mouse. Um, but yeah, Johnny Knoxville, like, Anyone. he's good. Like, mm-hmm. this is, I think this, if he, he might wrestle a little more, but this was his, I think this is his last hurrah into doing shit like this. To me, it seems like, like Jackass uh, forever, and then this, yeah. and I think he's done. He's not going to do shit anymore. Probably not. He's going to. Probably not be taking big bumps. Yeah, I'd have to, I'd almost well, hope so. Did he? He didn't really take any scary bumps in this. No, not really. But I mean, his his whole fucking life is taking I don't, bumps. Yeah, I don't think he could have passed per- concussion protocol. What I really honestly. kind of felt like watching this was, I think it's pretty clear that all the jackass folks, but Johnny Knoxville specifically, is a is a massive like. You know, he's in, well. He's inspired by um, Andy Kaufman, and so oh, yeah, not not just his 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 gear, but he got to honor and live out that his dream of getting to do the Andy Kaufman wrestling. Um, spots and uh and he he just it felt like he was a kid having fun so yeah i will say sammy was fucking laying it in and it was so funny (laughs) well that's because he's like hit me he murdered wee man oh my god he kicked wee man's face off of his face (laughs) that was an el generico level yeah yeah but they were they were probably like you've seen what we do do it like do it Make this as real as possible. I don't possible. think Sami Zayn would have gone. Yeah, I don't think he would have done anything without uh, them talking oh, about yeah. it. Oh yeah, I think so. I think he's, he's a professional. Shit out of Sammy. 
<laughs> and Wingman's clearly strong as fuck. He was punching yeah. the shit out of him. Like, oh my uh, god. Yeah. So um, Johnny Knoxville has had 16 re- known concussions and a brain hemorrhage. Yeah, he wasn't taking a bump in this match. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the pyro when Sammy got on the back of the thing oh, so on funny. the on the rope is so great. Yeah, um, I, I loved it. I just had a I had a blast and a half with that. Yeah, one. like, and Sammy was the only person who could do this. I think, and their build up online was just so fun that just yeah. they made it so like personal yet so silly. The whole calling thing, putting his number out in the world. It, yeah, it's just so good. Hiring a butler I, that looked like Sammy Zayn, and Sammy Zayn just being like, "That's not me. No one fall for this. That's not me." <laughs> it's so good. And then fucking Sammy Zayn's work even after the match on social media of like. Posting only his highlights at first, yeah, and being like, "Oh, WrestleMania is so great," and then he's like, "There were some low lights too." He's he's posted like a hundred times on Instagram since WrestleMania. Just the the MVPs of Mania were those two fucking weird Canadian boys that like were not ever supposed to make it, and and. like on night one, Sammy tweeted, "I'm so proud." He didn't say of who. He didn't say what. Proud, but. Everyone who knows knows, mm-hmm. and then Kevin did something very similar about he. I think because, he posted a picture of him and Sammy because, like, man, think about like they have so they, much go, history. Think about like before they came to WWE and like where wrestling was and stuff. Like, imagine saying that like in the year 2022, Kevin Steen is going to remain event WrestleMania against stone cold yeah you know i thought about with that too it's like you know i there's plenty plenty of great shoot interviews with with kevin steen kevin owens and like um talking about how like before he got into wrestling or before he could full-time be a wrestler like working at a a gas station and really just being like this might be my life like i don't this isn't a bad gig i mean honestly it sounds like working at a gas station in canada is better than working at a gas station in the u.s (laughs) but like uh but him hearing that it's like how many you have to imagine just how many times sitting on that night shift being like man watching like stone cold or thinking about wrestling stone cold or whatever and then all of a sudden like bam bro there you are after it could have so easily not happened so many times yep anyway and same yep. with sammy same with sammy. Yeah, yeah. And, and that El, yeah el generico would be in the big like highlight celebrity match at wrestlemania yeah like like they that's incredible they they stole the show both nights it was their show yeah and that makes me they, very, very happy. They got to, um, they got to prove to everybody why they were there and why they're given the spots that they are. And I don't yep. actually, I don't want to shoot the gun too, they, too, too soon, both, Derek. But I think night two both. was stolen by Mister McMahon. We'll get to it. Well, <laughs> we'll we'll get to it. Um, I I I liked that whole thing a lot actually. But um, yeah, Sammy and Kevin, uh, forever and ever. Forever. Um, <laughs> The next match was uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi defeating Carmella and Queen Zelina, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley, and Natalia and Shayna Baszler. The, WrestleMania, are... the WrestleMania fucking uh, special gear was fucking on fire in this one, yeah. huh? Mm, yeah. Yeah, we and had some dominatrixes. Yeah, yeah. Batman that had Donnie Darko uh, ears instead. <laughs> and I think Rhea might have made, ordered the wrong thing. No, she got. Yours would have been a little pointier if it had been the Batman mask, like it was supposed to be. But. I think for as as absolutely, you know, there's just so many matches that are like eight people or however many were in this. Like it is just 
it's a lot. I still think it was pretty fun, but <laughs> it was like it to me. It kind of felt more of like it that same kind of like what you're saying. It, it felt like there was a lot of big WrestleMania gear, but a really fun mm-hmm. look. But it, it was just so much going on. It, it kept was, a good uh, pace, but it was but fun. A lot of times these matches for the women get three minutes, and this one got eleven. Yeah. So like it, this was the best version of this get all like as many women as possible on the card match. And I think that we have ever gotten in WWE. Like at, at WrestleMania because it like was, even though it wasn't like story wise like a very intricate or cool match like that. It's like everybody like what it was is important. Like everybody get your shit in. You get your spot to shine. You get like everybody gets to, like I love the Shayna Baszler spot where it's like everybody's gonna jump in and she just stands and looks at him. Then everybody's like, "Oh fuck, we're backing away." Like that's so fun to me. Yeah. Also, uh, there's a fun Naomi tower of doom Sa- in there. Naomi and Sasha's fucking finish is so sick. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's true. They're, Sasha and Naomi's a great team. It's it's one of those tragic things where it's like team bad. Man, like they both deserve to be in you know truly like at the top of the card but sometimes like just not everyone fits up there at the same time and i hope that naomi does get to go back up there someday because like she's been like lower than she should be for years now Mm -hmm. but like at the same time like if they don't have room for them like if there's not room for them up at that main event right now this is such a good spot and like hopefully they can use these two to elevate this spot because they are both main eventers. It already like, feels bigger and, too. And and I don't know if you guys have talked about this, but I think Charlotte wants her next feud to be with Naomi. I think Charlotte wants to put Naomi over. She does. She's actually said as much too. Yeah. So everybody I think, loves Naomi. I think yeah. that'll happen. I think Charlotte will be like, "Yo, let's do it." Yeah, and that'll that'll be great when it when it happens. Like you know that it'll eventually happen that Sasha and Naomi split whenever that happens is going to be turned into a great feud. I'm sure. Well, P- P- Pam's got to come back sometime. Oh yeah. Yeah. Pam's- so does Oscar. Yeah, Wasn't she out ready. on injury? They're both. Yeah. yeah. They're both ready to come back. Um, right now. So, um, well, and now we got, uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Yeah. Also. Yes. <laughs> but this match, so, this match, I, did I, end I, with, I, with I, banks it with team bad getting the titles, right? Yeah. And also mm-hmm. it was just a super important like thing. And, I, yep. With with having two black women on a, such a prominence about win titles. Um, yep. And then having like one of your main champions is also another black woman. Um, shit like that's just super cool. And um, Michael Cole's just saying it with his chest again the, uh, this last Friday too. was just awesome. Yep. Yep. And obviously I don't have yep. a ton of – there's no reason to have a ton of faith in the WWE creative team. But you do have to imagine that you have a really nice place at the table set – with a tag team like Team Bad being your, your your champions, like for just how much fun you can have in some of these tag matches, there's a real great opportunity that the confidence level's not high. They're going to deliver, but yeah. like the the place I, is set. Like that's a great I, tag team and, champion. And like yeah. looking on paper, they're the best wrestlers in this. I was match. Saying, they're great tag champs. Like yeah, mm-hmm. like that's a great I'm, team to have the titles. But also like, there's no one that's bad. Like truly terrible in this match anymore. Like Carmella, Zelina. Z- the worst Not, one's in, Carmella. I'm gonna in say short that. bursts, both of them are fine. I think like, so too. And you know, like Carmella can be competent when the ring with the right person. You know, and mm-hmm. Zelina, same as Zelina. Like I feel like Carmella's more of a character. There's always gonna be more people who are more character than physical, and I think that's mm-hmm. just Carmella. And I think she's good at it. Um, some of her show, and Corey was fun. Just like shows like how far the women's like division has progressed now. Like where they can have this 11 minute you know, filler match instead of a three minute one. And there's like less and less people that just are green and need reps on the roster that are getting deeper. And it's like, 
really cool. Like I think all of these teams were really cool and deliver something different. The rise so, yeah. of the rise of Liv Morgan and how good she's. she's yep, and she's it's, so it's good. Super cool to see. Like she's improving and getting better, and like her star is shining brighter and brighter, and so stuff like mm. that's cool. And it's like you just love to see shit like that. Yeah, and I'll just you know report in from um, queer Twitter, queer wrestling Twitter, just ever so all of you know that um, Rhea and Liv is like. Oh, I've seen every literally everything in that world right One now. One of my favorite yeah. things. Oh, yeah. so, uh, Rhea posted a a, a pic that would put a lot of people into "quote unquote" horny jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Malcolm Bivens being one of yeah, them. Malcolm Bivens, though, like when he he posted that fake uh, text, killed me. It's like somebody was texting him. It's like, oh, do you see? Like, it's like, uh, like that Rhea post gonna like destroy the timeline. He's like, what? What happened? I was too busy praying. Like, <laughs> I love, I love him. He's the best. He's so good. But yeah, I've, uh, I've seen, the, I've seen all that on Twitter, and it's mm. like, oh, it's, I, yeah, there, there's, I, I've been involved in many DMs from them queer people <laughs> saying like, hey, you should, you'd probably like wrestling. <laughs> uh. uh uh, speaking of horny jail, we've got Edge yeah. uh, defeating AJ Styles, uh, who cut himself. Yeah, dude. If you like wrinkly old white guys, oh man, you can get horny. Oh, out this because because edging is a horny thing. That's all. Well, uh, and Edge, I think Edge's character right now to achieve this enlightened uh, state has put himself in horny jail because he's no longer the rated R superstar. Yeah, he's, 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 he hasn't been coming. That's he's, why he's, he's acting this way. Bringing bring back the brood. Yeah. Uh, I love his new that entrance. I do too. Was- Fucking so strange. Yeah, yo, I love Brody King. I love Colin Young. But fuck them. They like said that this was the House of Black 2.0, and it's not. No, they said it was Wish Wish House yeah. of Black. Yeah, yeah, and like, like uh. no, it's, it's no, good. It's, it's good. It's vampires. Yeah, they're just talking shit. There's online yeah, talk. And, I then, think and, and then like mm. before the brood, there was always like there's been gimmicks like this all the time. The you Ministry make, of Darkness did not make up the. You did not invent gimmick. it. Yeah, like I I love them to death, and I love Alistair Black, but this is cool. Yeah, and they're in they're just very different in reality. Yeah, like, Damian Priest has been a vampire since he showed up, <laughs> and then he stopped being a vampire a little bit. Now he's a vampire again. Well, dude, because you know why? Just because they're about to reintroduce Blade into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and that yep. I feel oh, like that's di- Mahershal Lee is their dude. leader. Yeah, dude, and fucking, you know that just means fucking uh, Damian Priest is about to go on a, a winning streak, baby. Yeah. No, well, the, Mat- the, the Matrix is back. The Blade Universe, fucking Triple, Triple H. H. That's tr- Ryan Reynolds. Like this is the, Jessica this Biel. Is, this <laughs> yes, is the perfect. On. This is the perfect time for it. <laughs> like. I know that's silly, but it's the perfect time for it. The yeah. Matrix looks back. Blade's coming back. So, yeah. I, Morbius. I, I was a, so, okay. onto the match. Oh, I yeah, have, sorry. I have a very specific opinion on it, and I feel okay. everybody, except maybe Zach, is going to differ from it. I Let's hear your nasty little thoughts, Esai. I think I started playing Persona again like a couple days before WrestleMania, so I couldn't focus on the match. Okay. <laughs> Matt, what was your opinion on the match? Um, I don't remember much of it. I thought it to me. I was just sort of checked out. I think by that point, it might just be a yeah. fatigue of the two nights. I I yeah. don't remember anything about it being bad. I just don't remember anything about it I strongly. Really, really liked it, but mm-hmm. it was definitely one hundred percent an edge slow burning mm-hmm. match. Yeah, that's and, that's what I expected, and, and maybe I just wasn't ready for that. A lot of people like this match was bad because it was so so. But it's like I don't know what. It's not going to go up there and have an indie match. This is an yeah. edge 
thinking man's match. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I don't think this is their last match. Nope. No. And I think that this match accomplishes getting this character over. Um, and I think that Edge probably does want to have an AJ Styles match. He has seemed horny for it since they did used to do their podcast, you know, and would talk mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. anytime AJ would come up, Edge is just like, who? Like, because it was the fucking New Japan that got him back into watching wrestling at all. This um, To me, this is one of those matches that maybe in, whether it's a few months or maybe a couple years, I see myself being like, I want to go revisit that uh, AJ Styles Edge WrestleMania Imagine match. if yeah. Edge... I. Imagine if Edge and AJ have the AJ match at SummerSlam. Yeah. The 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 Smarks WrestleMania like that, that that's the way to do it. Because it, like when Edge can go especially when somebody pushes the pace but it's kind of like you need to have AJ be the one going over cuz that's what's going to like even like in the story of like them wrestling that's what's going to put AJ over the Edge for lack of a better term. <laughs> is, yeah, is yeah. That, like, that's what he's better at, is the in-ring and pushing the pace. So yep. fucking Edge winning needs to be slower. It needs to be, like, again, like, no pun intended, brooding. It needs yeah. to mm-hmm. be, like, all that. And it hit. Yeah. I, I love those matches, but I've also... I'm a yeah. huge Edge, like, an Edge mark, so... Well, well I liked the Randy Orton one. They just shouldn't uh, have Randy called it the Edge. best, like, like, greatest wrestling match ever. And people yeah, would be right. saying, "Oh, that's really good." And that's the thing too. Yeah. It's like I say, I and really there wasn't anything. Oh, sorry, go for it, Derek. I I just at this point couldn't focus on it, and you have it's to be a in a certain spot. Yeah, you have to be ready to focus and on I, it. I think that's and where I was so at I have, I basically have no opinion. I I don't think it's bad. It was just it was um, a long it was a bit of a longer match uh, towards the end of a two night event, and so I think that's just one of the things I I while it was on, I just was probably more guilty of looking down at my phone and not paying attention to it, even yeah. though I know it was good. It's one of those, I think I I think that's just, I think I took a nap. I there's I a handful of matches that exist that I always like going back to. You know, it's one of those things that. Matches age well, and I imagine this one will age very well. It just mm-hmm. at the time it was, it just didn't stick out to me super super heavy. I've been I've been watching some 2017 2018 New Japan in the last two days. <laughs> yeah, some ages real well. Yeah, mm-hmm. wrestling some wrestling ages so, really well. I don't know how the New Day versus Sheamus and Rich Holland is going to age, but well, I won't hold be on. visiting. I have a I have a question before we get to that. Okay. Daddy, um, who else should become vampires? Um, yeah, I already know who like is Malcolm. allegedly. Who? Rhea is one of them. Okay. Yeah. And the other like one is a is um Maso Champa. Whoa. I love that. I um, Edge I, is a huge fan of his. Yeah. And will will they will I mean I know Champa will go all in. Well I guess they're calling all these people up and changing all their names. Um, so should Champa be under been, Edge? He's already been called him. up. Okay. As Champa? Yeah. Yes, he's been okay. on Raw. He was in the and... he was in the battle royal actually. No, he was in the Dre as Tommaso yeah. Champa, and he has new music, so Though he's, they, he's already they debuted. Could, they could still always. I just fuck I just, with him. That'd be a different. But I think Edge, basically going, this is mine. Like yeah, just, like yeah. Vince isn't gonna Vince will be like okay, here, let him do it. Um, I I hope that they bring Rhea actually Rhea and Liv because they're like splitting that tag team or like teasing that and like. Have them be Edge and Christian in the brood, but like have it be like just I like have that. Be like, That's a cool a, a idea. Tag team. Um, I would yeah, like them to get someone cool younger vampire. in there. Like I would like them to get someone younger. Like maybe like um, 
Oh no, maybe not Ridge Holland or like like Austin Theory. Ridge Holland, Austin oh my God. vampire. Austin Theory, Austin Theory as a vampire. Yeah. Matt, call up Matt. Index. Call up Index and put them in the stable as vampires. Yeah, I need. I think I want a younger person. Well, yeah, I want a younger person that's not like generic brawler guy. And Austin's not necessarily that, but I want something a little. I think I don't. I could Austin Theory. That's what I'm going with right now. Turn him into a vampire. He, he doesn't need he, it. No, no. It would be better if we're thinking of like NXT. Who's on NXT? I don't know. Um, I want the finest. I, if, if we're doing a, a, a I think no, uh, that one. There's no Ikemenjir. No, he's a silly goose. There's, there's nobody in NXT right now that would fit that. Yeah, there aren't any younger guys, Matt. This is for old boys only. Yeah, no. old, old men only. Yeah, um, old right. men they vampires. Come Tuesday, come up. There oh, and be fuck him. <gasps> Rick Boogs when he comes back. I fucking hate Von Wagner. He legitimately ruins so much enjoyment just by showing his fucking face. (laughs) And they fucking teamed him with... Oh, I was bitching about this. The worst person ever, Joe Gacy, right? Um, No, they're teaming teamed him with fucking Kyle O'Reilly. When like oh, that, yeah. like I was so fucking mad, and it's like, oh my god, it was so shitty. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Rich Holland yeah. beat. Let's get yeah. yeah we got we got mania to get through here. Woods, and I don't remember the match because I I felt like I went to the bathroom. I was it was back. a minute was, and it was over. I was it was over. I was outside. I was like, oh, Let's, I'll see the wrestling. I'll watch. I'll see the entrances. Watch the end of it, and then it started. Then it it, mm-hmm. it the whole match was done. The What's the longest done? y'all have ever pissed? Um, six minutes. Oh man! After I know, I will legitimate. I know my answer because me and my friends have done a competition of it. I'm a little over a minute, dude. I might. Yeah, I don't know. After after that Ron Funches show, I pissed for like two and a half hours. (laughs) (laughs) Ninety three Mississippi is my record. I'm the the wow leader among my and uh, this match was only slightly longer than the longest I've ever pissed. (laughs) Yeah, it was so long. It was so short. Um, Did someone get hurt? Like, what happened? Biggie. Nope. They, no, this, it was just... Sh- this match was cut from the first night due to time. Well, it was supposed to be a triple threat, right? Three on three. I thought. I could be wrong. And I don't really give a fuck, dude. So, initially... No, I think it was booked. So, initially, it was supposed to be a three on three. Yeah. Then he got hurt. But what yeah. happened is it got pushed from yesterday... Not yesterday. Uh, from the previous night. And so, they were just trying to push it in as quick as they could. Like, get mm. in and get out. But it's like, here's that- your moment. Ha <laughs> ha. I mean, cool. They got a payday. They got a moment, but that kind of sucks. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Because mm. like all of these people are capable on great. But I heard like, something Sheamus. too. Like they have matches designed. They have like mania matches specifically designed to shrink or elongate as needed for filler. Like I think these people knew ahead of time. That your role in this show is to either to fill time between oh. things. They all know that this isn't a highlighted match. Yeah, no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, all these people get that. Um, I would just wish that instead of. Having it be a minute 40 match that just like is pointless. Have it go out there and have it literally like the bell rings and then Butch immediately gets in and starts brawling immediate DQ. Like, yeah, just have or, it like literally. Or just don't have the Undertaker come again. Yeah, yeah, we didn't need him on night two. We did not need him <laughs> well, on night Derek, two. I like to come. So, like, when I saw it twice, I was like, oh, everybody gets the Undertaker. All right. Yeah, really. Oh, I was yeah. like, it makes, I mean, it, it makes it less special. He's, he's, they're not going to not give Undertaker to Texans. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's old Texas and Red. I'm, and I'm I'm here to talk to everybody about the Lord. <laughs> this is Okay, uh, 
Side tan- we're going so long. Yeah, we're, we hit Uh-oh. two hours. We've hit yeah. two hours, and we have the biggest matches to talk about on night but, two. But his Hall of Fame speech looked like he was fucking like a pastor of a mega church. A really <laughs> yeah. odd mega church. A creepy one. Yeah, but he's like, oh, I'm going to tell you about how Michelle McCool saved my Honestly, life after I saw her throw a football, so I knew she was good. In three is, simple steps. Is Undertaker joining the House of Black? Yeah. And Undertaker's no, the, the, joining Undertaker a- ripped off the House of Black, according to Brody. <laughs> Yeah, Undertaker's just gonna join the neighborhood watch or whatever his neighborhood is and be a neighborhood cop. That's 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 how he's gonna retire. You're yeah. under citizen's arrest. Yeah. Yard's getting a little long. Grass getting a little long there, Ted. God, he's gonna be the president of the HOA. Yep. God, the Make worst sure thing dial, you can do. And dial eight one one before you're. Notice you didn't have your flag at half mast today. Whenever something happens, because everyone in his neighborhood has big ass flags that belong in like <laughs> fucking. Oh I don't know. He's, he's rich enough to afford a place where it's all shitty people like him. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And he's the president of the HOA. Let's talk about Pat McAfee and Austin Theory. Uh, Pat McAfee rocks. Great time, great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Potentially, I, I don't he's even necessarily fantastic. consider him a, a celebrity no. appearance anymore. It's Pat no. McAfee. He's a, he's Pat a, McAfee, yeah. fun match with Austin Theory. It was a good time. Um, he yeah. is so athletic, especially for a fucking punter. And it was yeah. so. The best part is Vince McMahon fucking just like just sitting there, the just rubbing time, it in though, Shane's face. The whole time though, like you saw, like you got a weird peek into the mind of Vince McMahon because, like, what he saw in the ring is exactly what he likes. It's like yeah. one big old beefy fucking quote unquote handsome like young guy all jacked, and then a, a celebrity from another world who's also athletic and jacked and like. He's like, this is everything I could want in WrestleMania. Well, he it's, introduced it's, Austin Theory as a future, what, like, universal champion. And yeah. Which is just like, you, so you know, he's, he's going to get fi- he's partially he's gonna get fired but, in a few, yeah. few years yeah. and then <laughs> leave for a couple of years, come back with a really hairy chest, and, yeah. uh, and suddenly become world champion finally. And I well, kind of think all, Vince is trolling a little bit. Yeah. But. What's also weird about this stuff is like, uh, dr- uh, fucking uh, Triple H is done. So he needs some new stepkids. Yeah. And so now he's got Austin and McAfee. Austin, do you like farts? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Pat McAfee won that match, and then uh, Mr. McMahon comes out. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to wrestle you now. I got, big, I got should vascular never, arms. Like, move on camera again, because he cannot walk. He looks... No. It was weird, but... Well, he's having fun out there. It was yeah. all in service... To one fucking more round. Just a yep. couple more fucking Steve Weisers, baby. He's so perfect because, like, we all yeah. knew night one was happening, but, like, they still managed to get the cool surprise of it. Yep. Like, yep. like they did at 32, where it was a surprise that he came out. Well, because you're this already was... in this fucking fantasy world where I'm like, did I just yeah. watch Vince McMahon have a match at WrestleMania against Pat McAfee? And this was the big surprise I thought was happening after the main event. Uh, <laughs> but. It, like, I know I said we didn't need more Undertaker. This was perfect. Having Austin come in again, and just, he was having more fun, because he didn't have to fight. He was just there legitimately having fun. That last fucking McMahon stunner. That last super shitty worst stunner to ever fucking... I don't... I don't blame him. He's no, an old man. Fine. He's an old man. He probably got kicked and was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, and probably. like, he probably actually fell down. 
I don't I don't think he like did anything. However, Austin Theory might be my favorite stunner stunner seller ever. That was really good. That one was really yeah. good. I actually like Pat Pat's Mac a little bit Pat's more. Pat's was better when he spits the straight fucking... up fountain. Like yeah, but like that's Austin, a Shane McMahon like, move though. Yeah, Austin put it up like he's like this is this killed me. I'm dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did the Scott Hall. Yeah, yeah. Anyone yeah, who's out there. looked. His looked more cartoonish, yeah. and I think I like the cartoony cells sometimes. Anyone out especially there who's like the delivering critique over how fucking Vince McMahon took that stunner just needs to realize what that moment was. And Except it, for it, fucking it the video of Mick Foley watching it is the funniest <laughs> thing in the yeah. world. Like if, yeah. if you're one of the boys, <laughs> acknowledge it's bad. Acknowledge it's bad, but don't talk shit. It's like whatever. I don't give like, a fuck a- because it was such a fun moment. Exactly, and and that's his history. And he's I, never done it well. Yeah, I needed. I don't know. I felt like I needed that as a wrestling fan. I felt so yeah. invigorated after Mania <laughs> because it's like I gotta feel like a child again. You know. I gotta yeah. have that like, like fuck yeah, this is cool. Like I remember why I like this. It may be shitty sometimes, but god damn it, this made me feel. And it, it felt like yep. they they tied up a loose end that was decades old. They gave us yep. the last little part on that whole chapter, and that was just super cool. You get I to see someone come in and then go out on their own terms after having wrestling with their with their feelings for the last couple you know decades. Yep. Oh yep. hell yeah! All right. And he almost stunned his brother. I wanted him to stun his. I wanted him to stun his brother. I'm gonna stun his ass. What? Oh, so what'd you uh, think of my match, dude? He just it fucking was takes. Wonderful. He takes I down. Loved it, dude. He just takes down a shitload of Steve Weiser. He's like, I'm handing out stunners to the crowd. Who was one? Also, that'd be the funniest also, thing. It's like they have like a line of people just come to get stunned. Like in the fight, like you see the yeah. fucking like yeah. cult churches where the people come up to get like he get like, their hands hand, laid on them, yeah, hands laid yeah. on them and healed. It's but it's just through stunners or like getting a chop off a Manoki. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. stun you out of that wheelchair, son. What? I just I it was it was so much fun. He drinks so much beer um, when he's got to. And just was, the, when he was fucking flying around the ring with his, like he had his arms out flying around the ring. Yeah, that, the last shot of Pat. That they cut to. He's laying on the, ground. on the ground, pouring a beer straight into his open mouth. It, that, yep. Just encapsulated the moment. It was wonderful. Uh, and then we had the. We got to step back. No, that be, was it. We just that's where WrestleMania ended. Fans, and that's what. And that's yeah, exactly. What, that's what I love about it. It's like I just got to. I was just there watching it as fucking like ten year old Eastside would be watching. And it, this might sound really cliche, especially given what the Jericho Appreciation Society stuff is. But sometimes it is nice to differentiate pro wrestling from sports entertainment. And, and like mm-hmm. sometimes you're like, you know mm-hmm. what? Sports entertainment is valid and fun as fuck. Yeah, I want to be sports entertained. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes I just want to be. Are you not show. sports entertained? I certainly. <laughs> that that was the, that was me to everybody else during the next match. Well, okay. Here's the deal. I was hyped for this match because oh, I you, said you were high. Like, I was no. high. I mean, probably. I but... was. I was gonna say yes, and I certainly was. But I was. I was really excited because Roman's new. This is the first time they fought where Roman's new. Brock is new. It's like going to be a cool, cool big thing. And it was the same. Yeah, I think we're just it cursed was, for them to not have good chemistry in, in, a, in a, a match. But also, of course, his no, fucking was, shoulder went out. It was, I get the, that. it was the first. It was the uh, the first one was too good. 31. Mm, great. That one is like. such a great match. But then after that, it's like they kind of found a formula. Like, hey, I, this worked yeah. once, and then they went yeah. well. Finish, finish, finish. I thought it was going to be different. I thought it was going to be different. It was longer than they have been. It was. Twelve That's minutes. About it. <laughs> it's just 
And then, so I was like, oh, that was a wet fart. And then nothing happens at the end. And I don't think they know where they're going. No, well, I, I think I they don't. do now, but I think they figured it out Friday afternoon. <laughs> but I mean, like I, I Roman was he did have a shoulder dislocation right in the match. And so there was something that did have to bring bring it home a little bit early. I do think they had a different ending planned out. But um, it so they I think they just had to kind of draw it to a close, which is why I thought it just landed so flat. But at the same time, too, it's. I wasn't expecting this one to blow the roof off the the place just because it it almost seems like with everything else they did a a good enough job like for the most part I feel like everything for WrestleMania that they tried to put so much build into is what fell so flat. Sometimes it's just like yep. let the work just fucking work. I, I think too is that I think a lot of people have a lot of expectations for like legitimately the last match of the show. Right. Um, yes, yes. It was never going to be that and no. It worked for the crowd that was there. Yeah. And sometimes it's all yeah. you can ask for. And yeah. I, I think a lot of people who are like wanting these like New Japan like epics, you know, like 30 minute ones, it's like, it's, you're never going to get that. And it's like, I just, I don't know why some people to... even like, and this isn't even to you, but it's like, I don't know why some people even give a fuck or watch it. It's like, they're not going to care about this. And it's like, yo, if this isn't giving you what you want, like, you could just, like, it's like, yeah, don't pay any I, to it. It's like go to the things yeah. that you like, find the things that you like, brother. Yeah, and I'm not like I'm not like mad about it. I just I thought it was going to be different. I just, I, just, yeah, That's I, think, it. I think these two have been doing more interesting work. Oh yeah, than, and than this match. Was, you know, yeah, did, didn't live up to how good these two could could be have been. Like yeah, you know. and I've been spoiled by movies. I thought there was going to be a post credit scene that sets up the next season. Right, like I thought, I thought I was gonna get something. We've been waiting and, for that at WrestleMania's like the last few years, and just like, well, and night one you know? left us with just this like satisfying moment that night two just didn't land it on. So we had the juxtaposition of already feeling one way about this event to yeah. just you know not to say it let me down, but it just it was not it did not hit the 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 apex that the the night before hit, and so you kind of obviously have to compare the two because they're one event. And, but it was like it didn't for me. It didn't take away from the overall umbrella of WrestleMania. No, I think not between at all. night one and night two, it was just a, a really good celebration of being a wrestling fan with a few low points in it. But I know, think if you also, like, um, worth the eight and a half hours I gave it this Brock that last Lesnar weekend. Should, like him doing his own introduction and it yes, being fantastic. that was great. It's like it's like oh my god, why is this guy so good at talking? Like yeah, all of a sudden, yeah. like yeah. where did this come from? <laughs> Because he's been listening to Paul his whole life. Dude, and now it seems like he's having a real-life fucking I, Randy Orton moment where he's not being a horrible shitbag of a having, person. He's having fun. He's having fun, and, and I think that's what it Yellowstone, is. Like he, like, he like fucking made his way like, across. Like, oh, I gotta go shake that hand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I that love dude, Yellowstone. Man, that dude... That dude is, like, set for life for feeling good about himself. Because he, you hear him say, I've been, I'm a lifelong fan... Like, and then for your for some Brock Lesnar to, to be, be that. like, dude, I love you. You love me. I love, I love you. you. So like, for Brock oh. Lesnar to show like, it's been really weird seeing Brock Lesnar show like these human emotions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. not, like another one in that like backstage little clip. But um, I think that's what's been so fun about this Brock run. And um, I mean, who knows what happens with Brock later? Um, but hey, um, this was what like to me that they did the match. I one thousand percent expected. And yeah. so I wasn't I was not disappointed. It was, and it was my fault for having too high expectations. And then the um the crowd was into it, so at the end of it I was like, 
like, yeah, it was, it was there, but it's like the crowd yeah. liked it. And so there it is. It did feel so, big though. It did feel like it was a big deal. Oh yeah. Mm. It did. It did. Um, so Roman's fighting Shinsuke next. Yes. Do we still think it's going to end with the rock? Uh, eventually. I, I don't know if it's going to be for the title, but it is going to end with the rock. Cause I feel like at this point it's gone on too long. I'm tired of like, I love Roman. I'm glad he like got his due as the champion. That's cool. But it has been, it has been going on too it, long at this point. It's be, stale. It's it, stale. It'll he's be two years of, at SummerSlam. He's out of competitors that are fun. Yep. Um, like, cause he's all, he already fought drew, right? They that was never for the title. That no, was that, that was, was their the co champ. They're the two different champions. So. Yeah, they, they they still need to fight. And it's okay. like Drew and Bobby are the big ones. Drew and Bobby. Yeah, and yeah. there are people. Those are there's still people. Yeah, I think if they, yeah. if they if they build this, do you think Cody's gonna take it off? Oh, do you think he's gonna? I do you think, think Vince is gonna do, do that? World champion. Yeah, like, I, this year probably. I think. Oh yeah. They. I mean, they've got to figure out a way. For him to eventually lose one of those two titles, and I hope to God he doesn't just drop it. But he seems he said his intentions that he's not going to do that. I think what they have to do is the Kurt Angle, Chris Jericho, and Redacted match where Kurt Angle was um, Euro Euro Continental Champion. He had the European and IC belt, and it was a triple threat. First pin go takes one belt. Second pin takes another. Do something like that and have Roman lose one of his two belts, like, but not get pinned. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you get it on Cody, or or like, or that could be Cody getting it. You know, like they're gonna do some kind of way for him to lose one of the two belts. Hopefully, I just I don't know. It was interesting for so long, and now it's not interesting to me anymore. And yes, I'm only watching tangentially, but it's, like the so, Kevin Owens stuff was so fun. I, I, it's not necessarily that Roman is doing a bad job, or I, I no, he's not. I, like I don't it. think he I is. I like his character and everything that's going along with him. Because um, yes. like him being like, like super scared about Brock Lesnar talking shit, but then Brock comes into the building. I like his development. It's just that they they them as a company don't have anybody that's credible right now that's ready to go. Yeah, yeah, and that's. That's their own fault, but it's like I don't know. I don't know. I just I want it to be better than it is. I guess yeah. and that's my own fault. We're um, allowed. We're allowed to want more. No, Okada didn't have to be on TV every week. Yeah, yeah, true. But true. All in all, good dang time. Yeah, good I time. I really enjoyed WrestleMania. I mean, I will think about that Jackass match for a long time. I'm yeah. gonna rewatch it for sure. I've. I've rewatched a lot of this WrestleMania already. I rewatched Cody and Seth literally like right after WrestleMania night one was done. Um, like, and I've actually rewatched it a couple times, like, cause I'm just, I'm fascinated by the metal I, level of that match. But I didn't like, know the WWE universe would care as much as they did. And I don't so, think anyone I was sure. I didn't, happened. I didn't know they were as in tune. Like I knew is, it was a big deal. They they know he like even if they're just super like they know AAW is a thing. They think it's lower, but it's like oh we got like he's our guy and he's back with us mm. now. It's like yeah, because, that makes because sense. AEW fans and a lot of independent wrestling fans and 
like Japanese wrestling fans in general are very grating with like how loud they're like they share their opinions. And I definitely was 100% the same way, like, especially when I was first getting into that stuff because it is mm-hmm. cool and it's exciting and it's different. Um, it is, and so it's like the WWE people, universe is its own set of yeah, and of wrestling course, there's, there's crossover, but it's like the hardcore yeah. pro wrestling fans, and then like the WWE fans, like they almost get made to feel like you're. Like a lot of them, like, oh, you're so fucking stupid for watching that shit. How do you watch it? You got to be fucking brain dead. Blah 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 blah. It's like you need to watch this fucking match from this like obscure indie with like twelve people. And like, yeah. and like I said, I understand. Like, there's better stuff than what we can get a lot on weekly television. Mm-hmm. But um, it drives people away, and it yep. makes people get even more of that tribalism. So Cody coming back to a lot of those fans is like we got one on you that's our guy yeah. and he's back yeah. home yeah it really yeah. It felt like the prodigal son returns yep. mm-hmm. that was um, wrestlemania yeah uh should we just wrap it up let's wrap Skip it up because i have to go to the bathroom zoo bad yeah. okay okay well uh uh yeah thank you let's just i'm just gonna fucking do it uh th- that's our episode thanks for listening um Shawn Michaels is the greatest wrestler of all time. Yeah, wow. sure. Sure, we'll see. We'll yeah. and, uh, and uh And WrestleBoys316 says, what? imagine if AEW somehow blocked the American Nightmare nickname so Cody Rhodes had to be give up the ghost Cody Rhodes. God damn it. <laughs> that was a very... Uh,